Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, August 8th, 2018. I'm your host, Travis Bryant, and with me, per usual, is my main man, Cameron Hawkins. Cam, what'd it be like? Well, I really wanted to give you props for opening the cast, but you had to open the Drake intro. It's super corny, but okay. I mean, you could have held, you could have kept that to yourself. Oh, I was like, because <laughs> I, I heard it all that. Okay, okay. And I was like, wait a minute, though. Like, oh, no, I didn't like, know. I didn't. Other choices. And I was like, no, I didn't oh, know that. So I, easy. This is, I, I, I'm learning this. I'm learning this information right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this is the I have the album. This was on the album, you know. Uh, so okay, different versions of all right. I don't okay. Songs songs good enough, but whatever. Um, yeah. uh, uh, the album is too. I actually thought like when I only saw the write up of uh, <laughs> of the latest episode of uh, South Congress. Um, I was like, oh, me, and, me and Cam going to have problems, uh, but it was but it was Isaiah who was uh, who was who was the hater. Uh, like this no, isn't no. the album. This face sounds like all the others. Like no, he's absolutely doing. Oh, maybe not him himself, but his production. They're absolutely doing different things and 
using different sounds and different, like, mm, it specifically doesn't sound the same. But anyway, um, we'll uh, give a proper, um, as I failed to do in weeks before, a proper plug to, uh, to all your stuff that you're doing this week. Um, but this is the, the East Coast cast. Uh, I'm Travis. That's Cam. Uh, let's uh, get all the pertinent information out. If you want to call in to this show and be a part of this here conversation, uh, you got to hit us up on the Constellation lines. Give us a call at 347-202. Yeah, uh, 0103. Again, 347-202-0103. Uh, if you can't call us but you still want your voice heard on the show, hit our uh, voicemail line at 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail line is 415-787-5229. If, uh, if you only like corresponding in text-based methods, uh, you can hit our email. Uh, hit us up on the email tip at eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. We've got a couple of non-VIP emails in at the moment. So uh, get your emails in. We could use them. EastCoastAudioShow at gmail.com. You can also find the show on Twitter at EastCoastCast, twitter.com slash EastCoastCast. And you can find my personal Twitter at TravLord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E, Hawk. And uh, we've got some uh, conversation this morning. I was feeling frisky, laying in the bed, just woke up. <laughs> people were people were commenting. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm in this conversation now. Um, but, yeah, hit us up on uh, on the Twitter or the last bastion of Get Adage. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Uh, check us out there or just search uh, East Coast Cast or PW Torch and find us amongst a family of Pro Wrestling Torch uh, fan pages. And I think we have. Pretty sure we have a shout out this week. Nigel. Uh, appreciate it. Nigel Allen checking us out, liking the page. And uh, Ralph Ralph Munger, I think I shouted you out last week. But, yeah, Nigel, appreciate you. Uh, let's see. Nigel is from – where are you from, Nigel? I don't like, – okay, Nigel, never mind. <laughs> uh, but, anyway, thanks, Nigel. Uh, t- uh, go check the page out. Give us a like. Uh, share the page on your uh, on your timeline. Tag your wrestling buddies in it. Uh, get your word uh, spread that way. You know how it works. Uh, so yeah, Cam. Uh, headlines, poll results. What are we starting with? A lot. Um, it's really interesting that, that I think that uh, you know our week kind of starts with NXT. I think and. Uh, Pretty cool episode of NXT getting ready to take over Brooklyn. You have, you know, Bill C. Dream and EC3 uh, confirmed as a match. They're going to sort their things out. Uh, Ricochet and Adam Cole. What uh, mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, rematch, mustache, mouth, undisputed era. You have Shayna Baszler, Kyrie Sane, and uh, I guess 
a triple threat between Tommaso Ciampa, uh, Alice Black. Black, and Johnny Gargano. Yeah, so it, it looks like a triple threat there. Um, so, yeah, a really good show that I thought um, like really set a lot of things in motion. Uh, and then we come to, you know, Raw and uh, Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Paul Heyman with a really heartfelt promo, um, but still firmly behind Brock Lesnar, at least as a as it pertains to the title match. Uh, if you kind of mm-hmm. read that, which you will. You've won the Rousey main eventing Monday uh, Night Raw first uh, normally normal scheduled televising match. Um, and then SmackDown, you have Biz and Daniel Bryan confirmed along with uh, the main event being a really, really good uh, number one contenders match for the tag time. And kind of all that, specifically the Raw and SmackDown stuff kind of got me thinking. Um, you know, Raw's, Raw's tag team division isn't necessarily played for comedy, but mm-hmm. when you add the revival into the mix, everything does kind of look like comedy because it seems like they're dealing with a lot of silliness. And you have them trying to kind of rev up AOP by having them feud with Titus Worldwide right now. So, like, immediately it makes you think, like, is Raw a top-tier tag team away from that division being tough and serious? And so, you know, in lieu of the uh, the New Day Raw made event, you know, we ask, you know, what tag team people would like to see SmackDown to Raw? And it was overwhelmingly the Uso. Um, yeah. And I kind of got into it with my buddy, but kind of a thing where we got to, not just as friends, but as people who kind of are compensated for covering wrestling and who know each other, we got to be careful how we talk to each other, man, because I almost got out of hand kind of quick, me and my man Kurt. Mm-hmm. And it was just, um, it was kind of a, it's weird because he kind of proved my point. He was like, well, why would any of these really good SmackDown teams want to be on Raw. And it's like, no, that's that's not, that's a different conversation about where right. you want to go. It's, is the product better served? And yeah, I think that, like, if you look at it, is there, who knows if there's actually room for the bar, the Usos, and the New Day, and the Bludgeon Brothers. Like, these are all, if not top-tier teams, teams treated as such. So it's like, wow, mm-hmm. you know, if New Day goes back to Raw, tag division immediately gets a step up. It's the same thing with the Usos. Even if the bar were to go back, I think it'd be lesser, but it'd be, it'd be beneficial to them. So, yeah, I think that you have different shows, and SmackDown just really seems to be tighter, even though it's not like they're working with way less people. They're just doing more with who they have. And so it's like, they could stand to lose a team, maybe, and, and that would help what Raw's trying to do. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was kind of the big thing I took of it, because everything else, even though it was, like, story-driven, I don't think, is Paul Heyman going to turn on Brock Lesnar? I, I don't think that's – it's not time for that right now. It's not time to talk about that immediately. So, yeah, a little bit of everything, but the tag thing was kind of my focus. Yeah, not even uh... – even uh, me and a, a young lady named uh, Garnett, 
she <laughs> she it's one of those things where she was uh, talking a bunch of game, and then it's like, oh yeah, by the way, I don't even watch either show. Like, oh come on, <laughs> why am I, why am I sitting you here? Could've, you could have been, uh, uh, been nicer about it. You could have been nicer about it. I could have been like, what? Oh no, not nicer about it. That, that had, was nice. Uh, we had, we had, I didn't actually say, you know. She just said, uh, only if the Usos remain heels. And I was like, what do you mean, rem- like, remains? Um, she says, they were looking kind of babyface. And I'm like, fam, that's been, they ain't been heels in months. She's like, oh, 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 I haven't, haven't watched the show. What? <laughs> so, but she is watching NXT, so that, uh. You know, she just uh, checked out. I'm like, yo, you got to at least watch SmackDown because that's the that's the uh, show to watch. So, and she's a hipster wrestling fan, New Japan hipster, you know, type <laughs> avocado toast while she watches New Japan. Um. So yeah, um, yeah, Usos ran away with it. Uh, everybody else just kind of split. I mean, even other. Um, and and no one really, yeah. People voted other, but I don't see anybody throwing any other names. So, hmm. oh well, will uh, you know truth and tie, and then he comes up with a bunch of different names for that team: perfect truth, ten truth, ten truths, uh, ten what ups, quick stand, which. I I I laughed at giggled at too hard when I first read it. <laughs> Which stand? But I don't get the stand part. Like who's a? Uh... Is Ty Dillinger's real name like? Yeah, or is he a stalker? Yeah, I didn't get it. So, but whatever. Um. So yeah. So what's the what's the A story of of the week? At least uh, what's what's uh, headlining your your top half of your old school newspaper? Either Ronda Rousey's main eventing Raw. Oh shit! Or wait, 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 wait. We had a didn't we have a bonus poll or something? I don't think so. Oh, we, we had, didn't. We had like a poll from, that lasted like a week. Yeah. Um, to refresh me on that. Let me see. I saw yeah, it. We did something that was like a long running poll. Pause. Oh. Oh, no, I guess the last one was the uh, Cedric Alexander thing. We talked about that last week, so. How did, when did I, that I end, though? Oh, did that end uh, last week? That's what I'm thinking. Like, that might have been a bit worse. I'm not sure how to tell. Oh, well. Yeah. But, yeah, that was, and I mean, just to, that kind of ended while, yeah, while we talked about it, that was, Public apology, which I think is is a to just just fine response. Like it's um, well, no, like Travis, let's be let's be people about the business of talking about professional wrestling and the things around it. I mean, how can how can Batista not be the biggest the biggest story in wrestling right now? Because I, ugh, that's that's a weird deal he has going. Um, I believe in lot of people, but uh. I don't know, man. Well, what's the what's the, what's the uh, for for the uninitiated? He's saying yeah. 
he's saying, um, like like James Gunn is on the script the director of of yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Three. But um, Batista is kind of saying, well, we still should use the script that he wrote for this movie to kind of you know, it's, it's his story he's been telling. Um, kind of want to, you know, be basically I fucks with the vision, so kind of what I want to roll with. But he's like, yo, if we don't do this, um, I want to be released from my contract. Or I, I, I get it. I get this from there, but you can't fumble the bag like that, guy. Especially when James Gunn is kind of like, yo, yeah, what I, I get it. Messed up. It's been a yeah. good ride. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we can work it out. Maybe not. But I'm going to just kind of fall back. So, you know, he's talented. He's not just a white man. He's a talented white man. So, you know. He's gonna be okay. fine. He's going to land on his feet. Oh, I see um, what you're saying. Yeah. 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 So he was gonna be good either way, but now he's like really gonna be good. So, yeah, I mean, I like Batista is messing up. He's fumbling the bag, man. Like, and it's not like it's not a it's not a morality thing for me. Like, I understand. Here's the best way I can explain it. I put the same Cedric Alexander question into, um, you know, that, that big pro wrestling group that I'm a part of. And the yeah. responses were ridiculous. Matter of fact, one of your friends had the most ridiculous response I've ever seen. Some lady, Stacy or something else. Um, oh, Shannon. But basically, yeah. Shannon, Who I've been on shows with. But yeah. Yeah, she's a ridiculous person. Uh, please tell her that. Yeah. Cameron said that specifically. But, um, <laughs> like, basically, you know, like, you in the group. Like we, yeah, we can't, uh, you know, we can't go back and dig up old things people said and use that to dictate. And if we do that, what are the Like, no, we, we absolutely can't do that. We can take the totality of your life to determine how we feel about you. Now, is it always entirely fair? No, because we don't see every waking moment. But if I want to pick out a few key things that I don't like about people in general and you do those things, I'm allowed to not want to associate with you, and I'm also allowed to not want to get money with you. Like, it's really that simple. Um, There is no absolute in this. And so while I understand that Batista is, like, riding for his friend, I think he needs to understand that people – with good, with a good moral compass, still don't want to be associated <laughs> with that. So, yeah. oh boy, I'm telling you, boy. Wait, they gonna unsnap Thanos' fingers, and you're gonna see a bald green John Cena hold two knives. Like, but I, I'm getting this money now. Oh, you just can't see me because I'm still dust. But whatever. Just uh, <laughs> the whole thing's ridiculous. I think you gotta sit back. Right. Shut up, Batista. Isn't that technically a spoiler alert? Like, yeah, no, I saw the script. I need to be, you know, like, fam, you, 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 uh, you know. Because you're going to not wake up. You're going to be one of the ones that they couldn't bring back. (laughs) Dr. Strange is going to have so much pull. Or no, it's going to be like a weird thing like they do, um, where he, where it's like, where it's like Mason, like y'all said, or somebody said, where it really is Mason fucking Ryan, and they go, oh, it's like it, it messed up when it was his turn, and it like distorted him a little bit. 
the, it'll be a different actor playing the role. <laughs> and yeah. everybody will acknowledge, hey, Drax looks different because of that thing. And then, I mean, they'll acknowledge it once. And then we'll go on with that. Nah. Yeah. Mason Ryan. Mason Ryan got to get that eye straight before he get that part. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh, or or like somebody stupidly said, Randy Orton could uh, all due respect <laughs> all due respect to um to to, to Randy Orton. Listen, Batista is twenty times the actor Randy Orton will ever be. Like all jokes aside, I would never put Randy Orton. He'll, he'll go he'll go to the papers. That's true. Yeah, he's horrible. Oh god. Like he's bottom five wrestling actors. Oh. He's really terrible. Uh, Randy Orton. He's he's bad. All right, let's uh, let's open this thing up to some calls. Once again, hit us up on the Constellation Lines, 347-202-0103. Get in queue. Let's, uh, let's start things off. <laughs> let's, uh, let's start, let's, let's go to the bottom and start, start that way. And let's, uh, let's talk to Marty. Open things up with 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 with, with Martin. Yeah, Martin was what happening. Up. <laughs> why? Why? Martin. Okay. <laughs> we 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 got it the first time. Okay. <laughs> What's up, guys? How you doing? What's going on, man? I was better about fifteen no, seconds. No. Yeah. Same same shit. <laughs> um, I honestly wasn't expecting you guys to go to me first, so uh, I w- uh, so I you know I guess um, I mm-hmm. I guess I guess I'm I'm curious what you guys thought is is in regards to how they're trying to get Roman Reigns over by you know essentially shitting on Lesnar and even having Lesnar. I'm not even sure what 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 they're trying to do with Lesnar, you know, attacking Heyman. Is that that's also that can I can't picture Hey, Marty, your, your your connection is is trash, Marty. So, um, <laughs> clearly you were scrambling. So I'll, I'll put keep you on hold, and we'll come back to you in, in a bit and. Get your thoughts and your signal right. Didn't hear any of that? Let's go to a good outside, old stand. Go, <laughs> go to a standby who you know is on the on the landline, the hard phone, not even a cordless. You got. <laughs> let's talk to. Let's go to Newark and, and, and talk to Kylan. Uh, Kylan, what's happening? Well, not much, driver. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing all right. How do you uh, how do you press one on like a rotary phone, Kylan? That's that's what I want to know. I I, I push it myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. All my damn self is how I love it. Yeah. So what's on your mind? I actually have some breaking news on our uh, electric. Key title match for Tako 
over Brooklyn. Is it breaking? It's not any spoilers, is it? Is it something we're going to find out in an hour? You, you can As a matter of fact, you can classify this as a spoiler. So, for those that don't want to hear this, just skip this. Well, story. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> what do you mean? This was... This was probably not incorporated into this week's show because this information was just found out today. So I don't think WWE had time to splice this into any packages, but we'll find out. Okay, go ahead. Everybody's warned. According to PWInsider.com, Alistair Black will not only not be in the NXT title match due to non-clearance, but he will he will not even be at NXT Takeover. Brooklyn, due to a serious groin injury. And is this uh, like a kayfabe thing, or or is this no. like for real? Like he really hurt as, himself. As, as a matter of fact, Alistair is scheduled for surgery to repair. Mm. This groin injury. Oh wow. Damn. Uh, well, I guess we can start like looking for, looking towards uh, night after WrestleMania for him. So right. It looks like the 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 match will now be a regular. One on one match for the NXT title with Tampa and Johnny Gargano. Is it weird that they've been feuding for like a year and a half, and I think it's too soon for a one on one title match? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like stretch it out. Oh, come on, come on. Yeah, like the um, story was playing out though. I like that Alistair Black was also involved in that. You know. It's, it's, a, it's a great way of telling the story about how Gargano isn't thinking straight and how his actions are influencing other people. Like, I would love to find a way to hold that off until, you know, Royal Rumble Mania. or WrestleMania weekend. Okay. Yeah, I do be great. Having somebody else involved could help that right now. Craig says, uh, apparently Black literally busted his balls when he got crotched on the top rope at a house show. Well, so, fuck. That's the, that's you no fun. Crazy? You think yeah. that that would happen more often, and it never happens. You know? Like, you never hear about that happening to a guy. You never hear about the atomic drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you remember... Right before 
WrestleMania 19 15 years ago something similar happened to Triple H where he couldn't wrestle for about two months. Well, I Kyle, think was all that, I was that doing was... before before WrestleMania 19, I was just I was just in high school trying to finger bang chicks. Like I didn't know about growing injuries. Um, just wasn't the focus at the time. <laughs> and and I'm pretty sure that was SummerSlam, uh, 04, or or maybe 03. Whenever it was Goldberg and it was the Elimination Chamber, and they did everything. Oh, that's when to started wearing that diaper. She started wearing the compression shorts, <laughs> and they did everything to to have that. Uh, Keep Triple H with the belt, and then they had the super anticlimactic title change in September in Hershey at Unforgiven that I was at, and it was just I was so pissed <laughs> going away home. Uh, so yeah, but yes, I your point, uh, Kylan, is still uh, is still taken. Uh, any other uh, any follow up or another question before we go? My question for this week is in regards to new WWE non-wrestling hires with recent guest trainers such as DDP and Scott Hall stopping by the performance center in recent weeks. Is there anyone that you guys would like to no see come. hired as a permanent PC trainer with WWE's influx of money that they now have due to their television rights deals? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not a scout. I don't know the, you know, the best things. I it seems like, like a lot of athletics and sports and competitive physical activity, the guys who were like your six man, seem to be the best teachers and coaches and managers. Uh, it's the it's the reason, you know, Michael Jordan would never be anybody's coach, but Tyron Lue, like, has a championship as a coach and as a player. Uh-huh. You know, like, both both off the bench, uh, or, well, the, the, the player is off the bench uh, title. Um, but, you know, he's, so I think it's probably the same thing. Like, what's the guy that everybody loves? The, the Big Wiggle? What's his name? Alfred? Uh, uh, Norman Smiley. Norman Smiley. Norman, Norman Smiley. Uh, he was, you know, Alfred com- Browns. <laughs> he was a comedy guy. That that's what people most remember him for. That that run, and he's like, like one of the most respected, you know, teachers and trainers down there for for years. For you the last you know, five years at least. Yeah. What? You can you can watch him, and because I mean, again, I've been on my on my Thunder bench, and like he's. Really that good. I mean, was, he just, I just watched the stuff that he could do, how strong he was. It was like really the thing that stands out. It's great physique. Um, I think it's interesting, like, that Kylan brought up DDP and Scott Hall because, like, I, I don't know. Like, Scott Hall, of course, 
one of my absolute favorites. But I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody makes wrestling look easier. You know what I mean? Like, he was just good at it. Um, he could do all the holds. He was super strong. Couldn't really sell. He was just really good. And on the flip side, you have DDP, who has none of the natural ability that Scott Hall has, but it's also very mm-hmm. good. So I think that, um, you know, it's it's because there's not one way to wrestle, I think it's nice to have the um, – the wide range of people that they do have teaching these people different styles because like everybody can't like you get in there and say Shawn Michaels coach but who do we have for Shawn Michaels? Daniel Bryan and Brian Kendrick, right? Mm-hmm. That's not the only people Shawn Michaels ever taught to wrestle. Um so but you can see Shawn Michaels things in them. Um so I think that you know, it's just it's like everything else that different types of coaches um, I like to think of wrestling coaches as position coaches. Like they, they they teach you as who coaches things and you can see it position coaches like in football position um, okay wide receiver yeah, coach. yeah like yeah, they okay. they yeah they can kind of cater to to people like that but Scott Hall are just different sides of the same court because they you know, they're very close they're very you know tight but just so just very very different styles but um, I think that you can just pick up something from these guys and and the best thing is. Under the same umbrella, like Travis, you and I lament from time to time about the the sad case of Tim Kennedy, and about how there were just so many chefs in the pot, and he couldn't decide what to cook with, and that really hurt him, you know, as 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 a potential future main eventer. Um, but even though all these guys are different, they bring different things to the table. They're all under that same WWE umbrella, so they all do have to kind of answer to one, if not style, one scene as far as what they're teaching these kids. So, yeah, different styles, different coaches, but I think they all contribute something different. And, and you know, it's the reason we've got, you know, such good acts and products, like a like a homegrown guy like a Velveteen who just really appreciate how far he's come and the things that he can do and, you know, directly where he's getting his advice from. Yeah, um, it's <laughs> Sean, oh, don't forget about Albert. Yes, Albert's in... Yeah. yeah. Not about <laughs> not ticking off names here, um, but yeah. So that makes Kylan's question a little harder because it's those guys that are that turn out to be the best. Again, best teachers, best managers of talent. Tip uh-huh. typically. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't know who would. I'm not around it. I don't know who would fit that. Just kind of naturally, who would uh, would fit that role? I don't even know where like, to start. It, it was the question like, who who do you see now that you think would be a good teacher down the road in the future? Yeah, I was thinking more. Yeah. who's you know who's I mean, if if he's really like, and this is hard with you know with drug addicts, but if he's really uh, like about getting his life around and do all that stuff, have a steady gig and. You know, like X Pac would, you know, seem like a good guy. That, uh, yeah. Yeah. And he's been like, like him. They've been trying. It's just a matter of him getting his yeah. shit together. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, then I mean, they have so many people in the fold that you would just immediately say, like, I would say a D Malenko. Like, I don't know if I don't know. If, I wonder if Rey Mysterio is a good teacher. 
And, like, I genuinely wonder that because, like, think about how he just really, like, fathered so many of these kids' styles. And he's still a viable act because he was able to adjust what he did. I think people in the middle ground with he just so it's hard to say. Um, I, I, yeah. I would think he would fall in my my category of you know superstars don't don't aren't the best teachers, but he's also has a, the personality uh, that actually would you know like the kind of humble you know you never you know brash and and and, and arrogant aren't things you uh, aren't things you associate with Brave Mysterio's like even his out of ring. Stuff, you know, so. I, you know Nate. who's a teacher and has a school and independent promotion and if I didn't know any of those things I'd say he could not be a good teacher Booker T because like again like Scott Hall like this is just so easy for you it looks like and I, I don't think you can teach how to do the things you do. Like, you can't teach somebody to do an axe kick like that. Like, you can't yeah. teach somebody how to put torque on a slam like that. It, you, you can just do that. And nobody else can do that. Um, I thought you were going to say I'm, the Dudleys. You know what's funny? I was thinking about them when I said that, but I, I think that they'd be for a very specific style. Like, I, th- I think Bubba Ray would be really good because I think that he's – great at using his size without um, without making himself susceptible to injury. And I think the things that he does like are very convincing. Like I think I think Matt Hardy would be good. Um, hmm. I think that uh, I, I think that a guy like a um, I think Matt Hardy would be good because he would take it really seriously. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah there are there's people around, um, and I think like WWE just has so many of those guys in the fold that when I think of their names, I'm like, oh yeah, they're already doing it, or <laughs> like in some capacity, this is kind of what they do. I think, um, I think like a Becky Lynch, whenever it's that time, is going to be very good. Um, mm. Because like I, I don't think that like a Sasha Banks, it's kind of a thing where I don't know if like she her size is just so unique. Um, that I just don't like, think she have the know. patience to be anybody's teacher. You kidding? Yeah. Also that. Like I think that um like a Charlotte, I, I just think that she's really physically gifted to the point where things are gonna come easier for her and it's gonna be hard to teach. Um yeah. but I but you know I do think like a Shayna Baszler is gonna be good at that. In that I had to learn this brand new thing and I'm good at it. And here's here's some things I can teach you from my past career that helped me with my new career. So I think somebody like I that. I don't think her students would respect her, and uh, rightfully so. so wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I see. I see where you're going with this. Oh, and that damn, yeah. that damn Tyler Bates. Tyler Bates gonna be able to teach you. And be like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. Yeah, that's we're gonna pick up the years. whole ring. Yeah, no, I'm saying we're gonna pick up the whole ring and we're gonna walk down the street with it, um, and then walk back, and that'll yeah. be the first three months. Yeah, you ain't taking you ain't taking oh, months till you yeah. till you walk for three months with this with the whole building on your back. And cash is on, of course. Um, oh yeah, yeah, cash is on, of course. Uh, and don't forget, um, even though I'm gonna miss it if I watch it when I get home, Keith Lee debuts tonight. Uh, to uh, yep, yep. But uh. Good, uh, good call, Kyle. And I, I am's me like Keith Lee debuts this week. Awesome. 
uh, and I assume that'll be set up for. I mean, I love the formula. I love how you can look forward to. It, it's not like old and stale. It's reassuring, you know, because you know when you do something, when you, consistency can either be boring or it can be, uh, or it can be both. I, it can, but you know, I, I love the format that they use when they debut somebody. One month they're sitting in the in the uh, one uh, takeover, they're sitting in the ring or in the ringside. And then the next one, they're opening up the match in in a match, debuting or at least debuting on on pay per view or on takeover special. Uh, so somebody's going to be, maybe Matt Riddle's going to be at takeover this week, this takeover in Brooklyn this uh, in two weeks. So most likely he'll be on the Survivor Series uh, takeover in the opening match, maybe against Keith Lee. Uh, who knows? But probably not. That's not usually how they do it, but yeah. So it's just it's it's reassuring and it's it's uh All right. All right, let's uh let's uh you know what? Before we do an, an email, I need I want you to plug uh uh South Congress and uh You Man Wrestling, which is way underrated and doesn't get any uh or at least not for me, I should say. <laughs> I, need to, I need to talk about it more. <laughs> yeah, no. So, yeah, go ahead. It's, um, yeah, it's like, it's like, don't listen to the last episode because it'll disappoint you because reasons. But, um, yeah, no, so you can be in wrestling. It's just the thing where uh, I get a different guest for each episode. Um, I have them throw out a questionnaire talking about one of their favorite times in wrestling along with the events and the uh, wrestlers and the managers and the announcers that they really appreciated at the time. And we really talk about um, kind of the parallels between who they like then, who they like now, things that would change if they could, how they feel about live events versus televised events, who they think could function in any era, just a kind of a free-flowing, hour-long discussion once a week, um, just about that individual fan's experiences. Uh, you know, And my goal is to just have a different conversation to understand why people feel the way they feel about wrestling, how they interpret wrestling today, how they compare it to the wrestling of old. So, yeah, and and my biggest goal in the show is to you know have a really diverse audience. Um, like my last week, I talked to a journalist in the UK from a small town who covers comic cons, and so that was a really fun experience. So, yeah, you mean wrestling? If you are a uh, pro wrestling torch VIP, um, it's typically up every Sunday around uh, 4 or 5 p.m. And then uh, what and that is that, that is a, a specifically uh, a VIP uh, show. So you yeah. do have to sign up for uh, Torch Guy. Yeah. Well, no, I was, I was reacting to the idea that your job is to, I assume, travel the world and cover various Comic-Cons. He's really, like, yeah, it's, it's really cool talking to him. Like, he does cons. Um, Sci-fi stuff, like like for this like small paper that Austin he does to travel time? for it. I don't think he's coming that far, but he's uh yeah he's really cool. Um, that was a fun combo, and it's that's a thing where you know I get to learn stuff about me and people like me because you know he's like we got talking about college and like if I were there I'd be him, and if he were here he might be me. Like it was really <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. Like a UK guy like that, Spider Man, um, Spider Man with a Union Jack hat on or something like yeah, pointing at each other. Yeah, he, he was really cool. <laughs> it, was a, it was a great combo. So, um, 
Yeah, and, and that's the biggest thing about the show. You will hear different voices every week talking about different times in wrestling. And, uh, yeah, just kind of kind of let them go for, you know, their half hour, their 45 minutes. Um, and, and I think the best part about it, it's gotten people to want to do more things like this, like our buddy Jeff, who um, you could barely get a word out of, like now he's starting his own podcast. Um, yeah. And I like to take a lot of credit for that because – you know, he started talking about uh, mid-2000s ROH, man. He was just a wealth of knowledge and just taught me so much about a product I wasn't super familiar with, so that was great. Um, and then, like, as I talk about all this positive wrestling stuff, if you want to devolve mm-hmm. a little bit, um, you, can, you can subscribe to the South Congress podcast. Um, what's the best way to explain it? If If you got to peek into my group chat for an hour a week just and but it would be like at three in the morning after everybody's been drinking and you know had interesting conversations with women this would be it yeah like 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 right out the club um like fresh out the bar at the kickback that's the south congress podcast um typically it is uh myself and uh my best friend isaiah tristan uh, just talking about the week in review, what's going on in pop culture, music, movies, um, and a lot of times it turns into relationships and dating and sex. And, you know, this this last week's episode, I got to go to San Antonio uh, to do with some buddies of mine, and it just – well, the title of the episode is Cuck If You Buck, if, if that helps. Um, yeah, just just really cook, guys cook, talking cook, about cook, guys cook, stuff. Cook, if you book, yeah. Oh my God! So, yeah, South <laughs> Congress, S O C H K O N G R E S S. You know, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, whatever it is, you subscribe through. Uh, yeah, you give us a listen once a week. Jump in that iTunes store and give us a five star rating if that's how you feel. And yeah, love to get more uh, feedback on the show. Yeah, really, uh, really good episode this week. I didn't listen to the uh, one from last week, but I did listen to the one from the week before that, the Hawk in Harlem uh, episode, talking about your adventures uh, uh, in New York on your vacation. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely uh, – I mean, my podcast game is is super strong. I think I listen to, like, 35 podcasts I'm subscribed to. that, Or not that I'm subscribed to, that I, like, actively – yeah. Like, it's, like, taking the place of, like, you know, like, hey, why did I just finish Punisher last night? Because I spent all my time listening to the fucking podcast and shit. So, um, so yeah, give, uh, absolutely, uh, give both those shows a listen. Oh, and just saying, uh, last yeah. episode is entitled Aura Can't Read. Um, that's when I found out that R. Kelly couldn't read. And the last 20 minutes are me sipping on Jack Daniels, finding out R. Kelly can't read. And I just go for about 20 minutes. So you can imagine how that went. Um, it, it, it really might be my favorite moment in in my South Congress podcasting because, boy, Ooh, I had damn. jokes for days. <laughs> I lost. Like, it was so bad. Like, um, I'm usually, like, the calm one on the show, and Peanut's kind of the yeah. crazy one. I got to reel him back in. He was just staring at me from across the room, bug-eyed, because he couldn't believe what I was saying. It was great. Fantastic. Please, Dave, take some time to listen to that. Mike just started recording a 20-minute clip. It's good. (laughs) There you go. 
content. Um. All right, let's uh, let's let's uh, read a non-VIP email. Uh, this one's from Oscar. Oscar, I've been following on 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 Instagram probably since certainly for the last three or four years because his, his oldest kid is like got to be like four, and I think I remember when he was when he was born. So that's how you know. <laughs> you know how I, my, my how my time frame works, um, but he never calls in. He never emails, and I, I get on him like, "Where the hell you been?" You know, he's a he's a loyal listener though, so I mean, I, I, I that's the important part. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, communication is key, and we are, uh, you know, I, I like to I like to boast about our interactivity and. Uh, but I can't do all the interacting. It takes two to two to two to interact. Um, so Oscar he chimes in. Uh, hey fellas, long time listener. Never seem to remember to write my questions, but finally realized it's Wednesday. So here's three questions on my mind. One, could Brock's last couple of matches? Uh, you know what? Before did you see that thing that we got on Twitter that said Brock apparently? Uh, Willis said, from WWE Alerts, like, okay, I didn't know that was a, but anyway, he says, Brock Lesnar reportedly met with Vince McMahon last Monday to discuss him staying with the WWE past SummerSlam. Don't be surprised if Lesnar defeats Reigns again at SummerSlam and his universal title reign continues into his potential UFC run. Any chance that happened? I mean, there was no chance, there was no chance that he was going to win the Greatest Royal Rumble, and there was no chance he was going to win at WrestleMania. Like, like so, so sure, so <laughs> sure. Like, I'm not. It's that thing, Jeff, that we talk about sometimes. I'm going to say Brock Lesnar wins until he doesn't win, and that sounds like a cop out, and damn it, it might be. But no, yeah, that he's probably going to win. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because wow. why wouldn't he? Like, it, it's just this is it, at the very least. This is the third time there was no way he was going to win. Yeah. He was going third to win WrestleMania and year. walking out the door. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's and it's it's August. Like it's not even we're not even touching December, like it's August. Like yeah, so it could man again there we don't see all the numbers, but we know they're making more money than they ever have. And we know that Brock Lesnar is the tent pole of the company right now. But that's if if we can say because again business is different, but as much as people complain about Brock Lesnar being the universal champion and doing things like breaking CM Punk streak and they don't even compare Brock Lesnar to AJ Styles, who is the WWE champion, and they don't come up in the same conversation. Like Brock Lesnar is the guy right now and they're making more money than they ever have. So if I'm censored man, like why not pay that man if you want to stay? It's it's been working. Um, we're about to get this fat new TV deal. Doesn't matter how many people are watching us. Like, why not? So yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna bet against. I can't wait because it's what two weeks away, Travis. Yep. And we're gonna run the poll like we always do. <laughs> Who wins the Universal Title match? And if history is any indication, 
a lot of I'm a vote Roman Reigns. Like I've been voting Roman Reigns for the last fucking six months. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we'll see. Because I'm the other, I'm the inverse of your thing. Like I'm a bet until Lesnar loses, I'm like Roman got to win eventually. So every yeah. time I go deeper and deep, you know, this time I might lose my house, but I'm betting my house. You know, I already bet lost my savings at the Great Rumble, and now I'm betting my house. It's the last thing I got. Mm-hmm. So Lesnar got to Lesnar got to win, or or I'm sorry, Brock uh, Roman's got to win. So Oscar goes. He says, uh, "Could Brock's last couple of matches?" I've been lacking because he's been bored. Uh, he's been wrestling Roman so much. Can you blame him for wanting something different? He looked motivated in the four-way from last year to me. The AJ match uh, and the AJ match. So he's still good, but three back-to-back-to-back matches with Roman. No disrespect to Reigns, but man, move on. I don't blame him. Uh, I guess him is uh, Lesnar for being bored and having not great matches. That could be it, or it could just be it could just be Lesnar. I mean, uh, this run since 2014, especially, hasn't been uh, shit. We really could go back to 2013 at Triple H WrestleMania match mm-hmm. trash. Um, he just hasn't had good matches, and even his good matches have just been like. Either like one sided like squashes like the uh, thing Goldberg, um, or just one sided suplex fat whatever. Um, he hasn't been motivated, and it could be that he's bored, or it could just be that he. I don't know. Um, you would think Roman Reigns matches would be blockbuster big money, and so he shows up. You know, it's not like he's wrestling Dean Ambrose or somebody. You know. To, like how he like how he treated him, so it could be it could it actually could be vindicating. I'm like, well, he didn't think less of Dean Ambrose. He just like, hey, was in a mood or just was determined not to not to you know take certain risks at that time. Especially once you find figure out or find out he had USC on his mind after immediately after that. Um, yeah, I think so, that, that AJ match yeah. is just such a it's an anomaly. Um, you know, and number one, like AJ's significantly smaller than everybody else that he's faced, and so you can do more things. They're more skilled, to be fair. So I think you mm-hmm. can do more things in an AJ Styles match um, that Certainly don't can compromise. Tell the yeah, they they don't compromise your long term health. I think you can be, you know, you can kick AJ up and throw AJ around a little bit um, in a way that isn't as taxing on your own body. As, as a Roman Reigns who has 50, 60 pounds on the guy, or Braun Strowman. Um, and then even with those matches, um, and like you said, the, the core way was good, but you also get a lot of breathing time, a lot of rest time, and a lot of sit-out time in a four-way match. And so... Yeah, wasn't that... Didn't he go through effort, an announce table? And, and like, he was outside the ring for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it, and it was like good. That match but again, might have been good, but, you know... Yeah, it wasn't like he exerted more energy in that. Um, but but no, I, you know what? I don't really think about how he feels about Roman Reigns because I think that, you know, him and Paul Heyman have a relationship to where even if and, and certainly like I, I'm not suggesting that Brock's any type of dummy. Brock Lesnar is stupid rich, and Brock Lesnar does not really have a professional misstep. So he knows what he's doing. Everybody around him has to be telling him that the better you make Roman Reigns look, the better it is for you. 
Like this is this is all beneficial to your pocketbook. So I, I don't even think he dogs those matches. I just think that they they don't want to have the same match. Like their WrestleMania thirty was it thirty one, Travis? Yeah. Like it was yeah, that match was really good. Um it up was. until it was good after Seth Rollins came out, but it was their singles match was really good. I just think that they, they don't want to have the same match every single time, and that has mixed results. Um, but, you know, Brock Lesnar is not WrestleMania 20 Brock Lesnar. Um, and, you know, he just can't do all of those same things. And, like, imagine, remember when he took John Cena to Suplex City, right? And we thought mm-hmm. it was the most amazing thing ever. Um, and when I say we, I just mean as, as a viewing audience who had never seen John Cena handled like that. So we're like, hey, like, Travis, you're a Simpsons guy. Yeah. Right? Was Bart hot as shit till it wasn't as hot as shit. Till it wasn't. You know, like, it was funny every time he didn't. People responded to it. So you take somebody to Suplex City and you're selling T-shirts every city you go to. How are you supposed to know it's not going to work? And and we we don't know Brock Lesnar would be a guy to change things on the fly. So I think they go in with a plan. The plan doesn't always hold up. And we've never known him to be much of a freelancer. So, you know, he's, he's like Roman Reigns. He's doing what he's asked to do. And whether it works or not, Brock still gets paid. So I don't know if he has the motivation to say, hey, we need to go out there and do something different. I think he takes his direction, doesn't get in trouble, and just kind of goes with that. Oscar continues... Would you be against bringing a couple of NXT guys to wrestle main roster stars without bringing them up for just one-offs, just to test them? I'm thinking of when Cesaro went down to NXT for the Sami Zayn feud and how it got me wanting to see more NXT. So why not the opposite? Maybe like once a year. Uh, that way fans uh, who don't watch NXT can be exposed to these guys. I really want to see a scene, a, a Velveteen uh, Cena match like now. Um, I don't, I don't have a problem with that on house shows. I don't know if I want because I just, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I would rather not see a guy. Until he's ready, till I'm ready to, till they're ready, to, ready to push him every week, or or at least uh, as a main roster, full time main roster. Like at WrestleMania when they had Baron Corbin, or they had Neville in the in the Andre the Giant thing. Like I see, like those make sense, you know, sort of. But I'm much rather, I'm much more interested in the off camera stuff that they do for access. And they really did it big this year with uh, with the Evolve stuff and, and Keith Lee. And so it's gotten bigger every year. So that's the stuff I'm more interested in as far as testing NXT guys. There's no need to test have to be use, your, use TV to do main roster TV to test people. Like, Yeah. Don't want to yeah, see a I'm, few. Like, let's say... Well, he's that one-off, that, so... Yeah. So so let's say remember when um you had Finn Balor and AJ um at that pay per view, right? Because who got hurt? Um, no, it was supposed to be it, it was wasn't uh, it supposed to be Finn Balor and AJ and it ended up being AJ versus Lesnar or something? No, 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 
no, no, that was Ballard gender. AJ, it was supposed to be, uh, what's her, uh, you know, uh, Bray Wyatt. Wasn't okay. Bray Wyatt was six? Or, yeah, like I think monster. say that Adam Cole showed up. And him and Finn Balor put on a great match. And Finn Balor won. And they talked about it on Monday. But then Adam Cole mm-hmm. was in NXT on Wednesday. I think that would be fine. But I, I think that... They did that. Cause, I mean, they did that with Bailey. When Sasha there. would bring her friend okay. Bailey to, to Raw in 2015. And Bailey wasn't on the main roster until the, a year later or something. But it has to so, be like super sparingly. Like it can't be the standard. It can't be something we expect. Like a one-off, yeah, but not with everybody. Because, again, like, it's even like you said, though, Travis, I don't want them there until they're ready. Adam Cole is a guy who's ready. Ricochet is a guy who's ready. Gargano is a guy who's ready. Champa is a guy who's ready. Like, it would have to be, you know, like somebody's, uh, I, don't, I don't know who it would be, but, you know, Charlotte is bluffing ass on SmackDown. And then mm-hmm. she's, you know, nobody wants that smoke at the pay per view. Shayna Baszler comes up, they have a one off, a one off match, and then she's back. There's ways to do it, but it's it's a very small talent pool I choose from. The thing about Velveteen, I think he's the guy who, not we're all, but Travis, I think you and I do kind of have a vested interest as as fans. Like I, I when I met the kid, I told him like. I really want you to do well. Like, it wasn't even like I'm, <laughs> I'm such a fan of you. Like, I, I, I wish the best for you. Um, it's a thing where I don't want him up there a second before he's ready because I don't want to see his growth stunted or a bad reaction throw off his progress. So the, 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 the guys who are down there as, as glue or they just don't have a spot for them yet but are polished like an Adam Cole, um, I'd love to see them come up for a one-off, but not somebody who I think still needs season. I'm with you. Uh, did he have a third question? Yes, he did. Uh, when CM, was CM Punk better suited for this era of WWE than the last one? And would you think? And will you think? And will and will you think any of him if? He were to come back, would you? And will you think anything of him? Oh, okay. Will you think anything of him if he were to come back? Since he's been uh, strong on his stance of never returning. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, what's uh, you know, did you just get the itch? You know, I would assume he just, hey, I want to wrestle, and I'm not gonna, you know, I want to wrestle and get paid for it, paid the most money. So. But I, but I would. It, it would be like a. You said you wouldn't, but I certainly would watch his matches. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but to answer your first part, absolutely. But any kind of transition into a new thing, new era, new, you know, revolutions, if you want to even go that, use that kind of speak, have casualties, right? And. and CM Punk is nobody's casualty or victim, but there had to be somebody to start something, and they historically and traditionally get, you know, the the short end of the stick. The people after them certainly benefit from their sacrifice, quote unquote. Um, but but you, you but yes, what? if CM Punk were to come around. 
now, but there's also would he have the opportunity now? It almost was like 2007 on ECW was kind of the perfect, you know, would he be CM Punk? Would he be like, uh, you know, Philip Pukinski or some shit? Because, you know, even though they, they're less on that name change now, but who knows? But he got himself over. He had Paul Heyman advocating for him uh, behind the scenes. So it might have been the best thing for him that he, he probably came along right when he was supposed to. Go ahead, Cam. I don't think that we love Rey Mysterio the way that we do if Rey Mysterio wasn't wrestling Kurt Angle and Edge and all those guys when SmackDown was at its peak. Mm-hmm. Like, Rey Mysterio not hanging with Leo Rush right now. You don't even want to see that match. You want to see Rey Mysterio up against the quote-unquote heavyweights. You know, um, I, I it's weird. I disagree with you, and it's not to be contrarian. It's just kind of yeah. trying to eyeball it. Like, when I think of when I think of CM Punk, when I think of that, Adam Cole is who I think of when I think of CM Punk. I think of Adam Cole as the current CM Punk, and I just think Adam Cole is heads and tails more athletic than he is. Like, sure. I'm trying to think of the best comparison. Like, I bet you, I bet you, if you line them up to dunk right now, I bet you Blake Griffin. Not right now, but I bet prime Blake Griffin would make. I don't know. Not Dominique because Dominique's too good. But take your comparable power forward from that time period. Blake Griffin would make them look silly athletically. You know. Yeah. Um. I think CM Punk was very good, but I think, like, it's like you were saying, Travis, like, I think he benefited from when he was wrestling. I think he was, to a point, revolutionary for what WWE was, but I don't think it would look as good as it does now. Like, think about how good Chris Jericho was uh, late WCW, early WWE. He's still very good, but in a very, very different way. So if we're talking purely style that CM Punk brought to the table, I don't know if that if that holds up like it does now. Like you've your Seth Rollinses and you have your uh not Dolph Ziggler, he's whatever. But your Seth Rollinses and uh your Finn Ballers and guys like that. And uh, does CM Punk is there a middle ground between Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose and CM Punk Phils? Um, I, I don't know, I don't know. Um and it's only like a few years removed. So of course he'd still be good. But would he be Top tier guy that you feel like you need to see. I don't know. I, I, I see him punk athletically and how he wrestles and all that thing. It's just one of those things that when you look back in ten years, you just go, "Wow, things have gotten uh, the style." It's like it's like the same thing when you go back and watch a, you know, Brian Pillman. Uh, what's his face with the with the stupid mask that I hate. Um, Ooh, Japanese guy. No. no, he had face paint. Um, you know, uh, he had he has the thunder like horns. Yes. His look. So it's Don't like when you go back to ni- yeah. you know ninety one and watch a watch a Liger Pillman match. It, ha- it when, and then you go just six years later and watch, you know, Ray and uh uh. Whoever he had that match on, Psychosis or you know, Hooventude. And then, you know, again, it's just all like, yeah, man. Very different. And, you know, but, but you know, 
without the, that style, that that era before, there would be no, yeah. you know, it's it's definitely steps, and you can't just take out steps or you know, like CM Punk yeah. needed to be needed to be there. And, same and thing with Brian. Travis. Like, cause I say I'm disagreeing. Like, the same people mm-hmm. CM Punk was wrestling are main eventing WWE right now. So you know, he's <laughs> like, it's not like you skipped a generation. Like, he could definitely still go and have these good matches because even though he was part-time, he was, you know, he was wrestling the Shield on the way out. And those are the top guys in the, in the company right now. So, like, to be fair, he'd be right there with them. But um, I don't know if it had the same impact. Um, now, if we're talking about, you know, a pure time machine, then yeah, but could he step back in today and be just as good? Very rarely can anybody do that. Yeah, but I, I think CM Punk physically not like hurting and everything. He, I think he'd be fine. I, I don't think the, yeah. I don't think the style has passed, and he, 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 he'd fit in fine and be able to keep up with, uh, with the guy. With, with you know, it's not like, uh, it's not like Liger and Pillman. Yeah. No way could they keep up with, with Ray and Hoovy, let alone whoever was hot in O. Oh five or yeah, you know fifteen. Like we saw that. Damn, Bruce got to be taking shots at me on Twitter. What did you do? Fuck! I ain't do nothing to that man. You gonna let me hold plastic man too? Don't be like another another selfish friend. Don't do that, it. Don't do it. Just that. Uh, that uh, selfish friends that don't want to look out. Selfish. Definitely going to go to sleep. Yeah. Pile of trade tonight. Sit away on top of it. Find that I'm like screwing the duck. Selfish. Um. All right. Let's go back to the uh, go back to the phone lines. Let's uh. Talk to Mike in Brooklyn. Hey. What? Mike, what's happening? What up? Yo, what's going on, fella? What's up, man? How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? Seahawk. I'm in. Trav Lord. Same old shit. Getting closer and closer to this, you know, to this card. And I'm feeling like how y'all was talking to, um, to add on to that. I think some shit going to go down in the midnight hour. Pertaining to um, Brock, I don't. For some reason, like I said, I I, I gotta see it to believe. And I don't think he's gonna lose. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna lose. It's hard to bet against him, man. Like he, yeah. Dude is very sharp, man. He's a businessman. Dude is very sharp. He's strategic. He know what he's doing, man. He's playing ping pong. He's setting himself up for big money. On both up, mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna lose. And I mean, like, if they right. don't if pull the trigger, here is that he's, uh, you know, still negotiating. Yeah, it could could absolutely be be that. He playing both of them both sides against the middle, and then like the stakes is even higher now because it's like, you know, now Vince got the money. You know what I mean to come back or pay him even more than what they were paid. So I think it's just like a game of chess right now. 
Or he's allowed to do both and make money overlapping, and nobody can tell him uh, that he can't. I think that he will. The, I think that could be the play. So you hit it right on the head. I think that he he probably reaching for another probably two or three year deal with Vince, and you know with the right that he can uh you know do MMA when he you know when he so chooses so. You know what's crazy though, real what? quick. I'm, if I'm Vince, I tell him, look, we'll put two hundred fifty thousand on the deal. You walk to the ring with the universal title. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they'll sell so many. Like that's that's how you motivate somebody to buy something. Put it on right. a different a different TV because man, yeah. that, that would be it. Right. Uh, I don't know if that's enough money. I don't think two hundred fifty grand yeah, yeah. is enough to get Lesnar to. Because if, uh, if I build him like uh, seventy five, baby, seventy five, <laughs> to get this bread. Right. And, I mean, and if that and, it, and if that happens, um, where does that leave Mister Jinko Jinks? Like, I, like it's over. Like, if you ask me, if he don't win that SummerSlam. Is over. Like Vince finally woke up and caught wind with people been fucking probably telling them for about like the past two years. It's over. I mean, damn, you know, like there's no coming back. Like that's three in one year. Three L's you took in one year. Like where's three the in like where's six the... months. Right in the six months six. Seven month time span. Where's the comeback at that? Yeah. Yeah. Like this. Like this. I, I don't get it. And um, going off of last night, off of SmackDown, which was another good fucking show. I swear to God, uh, the AJ promo was was good. That Miz and Daniel Bryan, I think they heated that whole pay per view up with their little shit that they did last night. I like Becky and Charlotte. I mean, new to me, it seems new. New day is poised to closing on, you know, title reign number five. If you ask me, the bludgers are good, but they ain't really making no noise. Yeah, yeah, they're just fine, but they're not like you don't hear people talking about them being a dominating act, anybody being afraid of them, or are they ever going to lose the title? And that's the kind of reaction you want out of. Like an athlete like that, uh, yeah, it's just kind of uh, you know, they're good, but they're they just I I kind of commend WWE for wanting to have a different style act in that division. But man, they really um, you know, you just had this this gold mine of shows in the new day, and you brought the ball over there, and I just you know, I probably would have ran that into the show. Like seriously, it would have been you would have been sick of seeing those matches by the time I was done. Right, that was that was one of the best fucking TV tag matches I've seen in a long time, a long time. And the way I see it though, um, to me, I like their chemistry with uh, uh, what's the, uh, what's the guy Sanity more than uh the Bludgeons. That tables match that that was a good match. 
the last page. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sabres yeah, match definitely. and the other match they had on TV. I like the chemistry. I like that. You know, that that that, that interchangeable three, on, you know, three men on both sides thing. I mean, I know it's, it's, it's Pat, you know, the free bird shit is kind of a headache, but I like that. Like that whole vibe with them, you know, it's different. And like as the weeks progress, you see, you know, SmackDown kind of like differentiating itself from Raw, trying to be a different show, which is which is so cool. That's the cool factor about the show. Like to me, SmackDown is the cool show, and to me, you know, Raw is the life and times of Joe and Noah. Or Liaki or whatever his name is. Because <laughs> I swear to God, he was on the every fucking other He was on every fucking other segment Monday night. Like, you know? With, with Roman. Mike, Mike, what, if it's the life and times uh Joe Anawai, what volume are we on? <laughs> fucking seventy five right now. <laughs> Damn. Seventy fucking five. Mm. I mean, like, certain little shit he's doing, like, because I'm hearing, from what I'm hearing, um, uh, Paul Heyman is the one that's writing all this shit. So I think that's giving him a better feel for it. And if anything, you know, I, in a perfect storm, I would like to see Paul Lee come out and cause Brock and just go with, and, and go with Roman. And, and Roman just get a chair and just fucking viciously just beat the shit out of Brock. After he wins the title, then so Roman's a heel with with Heyman as his manager. Yep, yep. Okay, and then that's when we see the slick suit Roman here, slick back. You know, maybe a little bust down or a plain Jane on or something. You know, <laughs> shades on and come out. You know what I mean? Talking this shit because you know you got to think since. Um, Heyman's been writing this shit. His promo, his delivery, everything is stepped up. And even certain little shit he's doing, like you know, just picking on um Baron Corbin. Like, like for instance, when he's like, "How's those ribs doing?" And he punched him in his fucking ribs. Like that's a, <laughs> that's an asshole. That is a dickhead for you. That was a dickhead move. It was cool, but it was a, it was a dickhead move. So I had to. Uh... Just so I wasn't, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm not all up, all the way up with the lingo. I had to go to Urban Dictionary real quick and uh, and uh, see, see, what, see what a plain. J- no, 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 no. Yeah, plain Jane in the bus down Plain Jane. So, because I'm like, wait, I know, I thought bus down was was a was a chick that come through and busted that, you know, like kind of a smut. No, no, no. I was like, I don't know what's plain. Yeah, yeah, and then it's a uh, a plain Jane, typically a Rolex without any diamonds added to it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, always learning. Yeah, that's what they calling them now. Boss now's the plain Jane. Damn, I got to stay up on that. Though. So we're not calling women bust downs anymore. Is that? Is that nah. Uh, hey, real quick, down. Mike. Speaking of speaking of bust downs and plain Jane, have you listened to that uh, Travis Scott album at all? No, I didn't get a chance yet. I gotta uh, renew my title because I did. Um, I took my my lady to the Jay Z Beyonce concert uh, last week, so you know. Oh yeah. Your tickets yeah. here, you get um six months uh complimentary a title. Hmm. That's cool. Which was that shit was an awesome show too. Like, 
the, uh, not the um, sidetrack and switch, you know, just to give mm-hmm. y'all a little synopsis of that show. That was a fucking incredible show. Like, like Beyonce is a performer, like the very essence of a performer. And she brought, like, I think she brought out the best in him. But shockingly, what the fuck surprised me was the opening acts. They had they, they had their own damn near little mini Black summer jam. Right? Huh? It was, it, was, it was Black Boy out there? They had one. They had Block Boy. They brought out Fabulous. They brought out Jim Jones. They brought out Freeway. They brought out Chris and Neats. They brought out uh, who else? They had uh, Beyonce's artist, Chloe and Haley. Like I'm like, damn, they killed Summer Jam. Only thing that was missing was probably like the Migos or Future or somebody. Yeah. Like they killed Hot 97 Summer Jam line. But it's like, who the fuck wouldn't want to be on it? Who the fuck wouldn't want to open up for Jay Z and Beyonce? Yeah, that's the move. Yeah, so it was like, and then you could see the like the elation from like Jim and Fabulous. Like we finally made it. Like we on a fucking Jay Z and Beyonce show. Yeah, that's dope. And he brought the Gunners out in Freeway. Like, and then the next night. Brought out Beanie Siegel and um a couple of others and Remy Ma a couple of others. I had missed that one because I had to pull double duty. Couldn't take couldn't take one without taking the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, I mean, they everything was thoroughly enjoyable though. So you know, and it's like I'm just getting ready for this takeover next week and um SummerSlam. Hopefully, I run in nasty well, you know couple of us fellas that's going so we can get our whole Roman Rin- Roman Winsby riot section <laughs> going <laughs> <laughs> just start the shit like let's just start fuck but I mean overall though like I, I believe um I think it's, it's, it's a pretty is a pretty dope car but did y'all hear the fucking news though the bad news about it about Aleister Black no, not no. The bad news about the show, they talking about running seven fucking hours, oh, seven hours. How are we going to fucking you, do wait, it? I think Alistair Black tearing his groin is a little more, it's a little sadder than, you know, we got yeah. this seven-hour show. <laughs> Damn, Mike. <laughs> nah, fuck yeah, that. I mean. I got to watch this show for four hours, seven hours. I don't even want to talk about that because that shit just, 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 just the sound of it, just hearing about it, just, just, yeah. just put but a you know pain in the, your ball. Two hour, a two a two hour uh, pre show and a five hour, you know not 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 that that makes it any better, but like you know, so it'll probably start at like, seven Eastern and go till no, eleven. Five. No, well, no, that's five. all pre show. No, I get yeah, the pre show. Yeah, right. the, the main show, you right, seven o'clock, seven o'clock. So it'll be like a four like, and a half hour main show. It'll be seven to eleven thirty. And that's too much. Yeah, I mean, I'm not caping for the time, you know, length. And did y'all hear? Did y'all hear the um? Let's let's not, you know, talk about sad news. Alice the Black Nuts pause and talk about <laughs> some good news that I heard. And you got to give it up for them boys because they put that work and I get them around applause. Who? Uh, all in, all in. Is officially it'll be on pay per view, the Fight oh, yeah. Network, on the club, 
And also the first hour, which is um this is called the zero hour, it'll be on WGN America on free T V. Yeah. And they got um the over budget battle royal with fifteen guys in that and I think a te- <laughs> um that's what they is call it. Is that the gonna over- be on the WGN part? Yep, that and they got a a tag match. Some some sort of tag match. What's what's the what's the pay per view gonna cost? Forty, forty bucks. See, forty bucks. See, I just I just don't think you can. Ain't no way. I Ain't no way. I'm shot. paying forty dollars for that. I give it a shot. I think I'm gonna yeah. give it a shot. I will absolutely. Shit, I watched read, I read watched the reviews and over listen, listen to like I Rich and Wade and Sean Radican talk about it later, like or whoever, but. Right. No, I mean, you no, know somebody no. going to bootleg it, Trav, and put it on I YouTube I mean, uh, I, I, before they snatch it off? A stream somewhere, but nah. Yeah. I just don't. I, just, I mean, just, I don't, I mean I don't me see for how a first boxing time gets away thing, with it, selling yeah. interviews for 800 bucks. Like, what? But those are, like, super rare. They're like, you get one one a year, one every two, three years, big mega fights. So I get that, but I mean, it's for first time brand, off brand yeah. wrestling, and I mean off brand, but not not WWE. You, I would say yeah. New Japan's even off brand to a lot of lot of American fans. But some off brand pay per view, they got to pick the perfect time of year. So that's 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 good. And you might, you know what? Maybe they go. There is no other. Everybody's wrestling budget is the network, and that's ten bucks. Right, so we don't have to. We're not competing with another pay per view that's fifty five dollars. So if we if we make it forty, people aren't looking around like, well, I just spent what? You just spent what? Ten dollars? Your ten dollars a month on WWE Network? You got the forty. So I think that's probably what they're what they're they're, what they're betting on because they're not competing with another. You know, forty or fifty dollar pay per view in the in in the in the weeks leading, or even probably after that. That's what I'm saying, and probably, um, I think they have enough of a cult following, and you know, saying a big enough fan base that fucking forty to fit, uh, forty between forty and fifty to a hundred thousand bars. That's fucking dynamic for a first time, you know. Coming out, if party, you think I mean, all in is getting anywhere close to a hundred thousand buys, Mike. I say, I say forty to fifty to a hundred thousand. That would be astonishing. Oh, it I would say be. about forty. That's I say about thirty to thirty to forty. All right. Even with I mean, that, want, they still making money. To, yeah, yeah. I absolutely want them to get a hundred thousand buys, and you know, for sure. But uh. I don't want that to be, you know, my reaction to be misconstrued is I want them to do bad, but I did yeah. not think no, no, not at all, not at all. Yeah. And I think you get, um, if you order that, I think you get that star cast shit, and you know that's one that whole thing is going to be on the fight TV. To me, the main event for for me for that star cast shit is, and I'm I'm so fucking mad that the East Coast cast is not on that shit, you know. <laughs> y'all deserve to be on there. I, I can I, I can think of ten fucking podcasts y'all chew up and blow away every week oh. on oh, a weekly man. basis. Appreciate you know? that, but we weren't we weren't invited. 
maybe, you know, hopefully the second time around it'll be, you know, because I heard it's going pretty well. But as a, uh, to me, the main event, I'm waiting for. Yeah. Right. The main event I'm waiting for is the um the Super Podcast with uh Wade and Bruce and Dave and Brian. I'm waiting for that one. That's the one. That's that's what I'm waiting. So it's for. gonna be it's gonna be those four on 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 a single show. Yep. On oh, one wow. show. Wade and Bruce and Dave and Brian. First time ever. Hmm. That's that'll that'll be, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, that'll be definitely interesting. Definitely interesting. But um, another thing, my girls and they are sexy as as fuck. But mm-hmm. I'm sorry, they ain't translating on uh the main roster. I don't know Damn. who's writing that shit. Did you hear me but... on with Wade last night? Yes, I did. And yeah, I'm man, mimicking somebody what you is, said. They are not translating that at all. I think I think the gimmick, their gimmick is they're so close because that's not kayfabe. You know, they're best friends in real life. They're to finish each other's sentences types. And they're not getting somebody, – somebody knows that about them and is trying to write to that instead of just letting them come up with their stuff and then tightening it up. Right, or leaving, come it, up with or leaving it the fuck alone completely. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, something. You can't is have a middle-aged fucking road dog writing for young twenty-something-year-old fucking women. Like, I'm sorry, like, or whoever's writing they shit. You can't have like that's is not clicking at all. Like, and what caught me was when the when the fans start chanting boring at them. Mm-hmm. They started chanting boring. That was a hurt piece, like oof. But I couldn't I blame like, the fans. Ooh. I couldn't be like, I couldn't be like, what a bunch of assholes, because no. that shit was trash. They they should have been trash since they got up to the main roster. Anytime they, they get, yeah. anytime they get that mic and get to do that walk and talk thing that made them so, made them as good as and popular as they were in NXT, it's just not been good in on SmackDown. Since the girl came back from titty surgery from breast augmentation, it ain't titty been working. Sur- it ain't been working, Trav. Like, this shit is just crazy. And uh, uh, why the fuck do they keep putting Lana and um, what's the name in the ring? Like you said, it's mm-hmm. a throwback to fucking uh, Kelly Kelly versus Eva Maria, some dumb shit like that. Like, and Rosita, whatever her name, uh, what's the girl? Zelina. You know, uh, Zelina. Yeah. yeah. Former Rosita. Zelina is way fucking better than what they are giving her right now. Like, she is way better than that. Like they just need to. Yeah, but she's not good shot. enough. But she's not good enough to make Lana look good. Like she's not that good. Right. She's right. fine. She she's decent work. She was when she was Rosita and and, and on M- on TNA. Uh, yeah, but, but she she's not she, good enough to make to make somebody like Lana look look good. Look good. Yeah, she's Mac, not at that level. You know, just kind of like, ooh, I hope they get through this without, you know, hurting anything. <laughs> so, and and they did, and they got to the finish, and, you know. Yeah, she she ain't at that level. But, um, nah. what else was I hopping on? Um, it also, like, to, to speak on, like, the dude, like, it was a dude that wrote in, it's like, why is R-Truth getting 
so much offense on um, Shinsuke. I mean, like, do you really take that serious? Like, at the end of the day, our truth is, like, you got to understand, Raw Killers is, he's probably one of the most respected dudes in the industry. Like, mm-hmm. like he's a vet. He's been around. Like, dudes respect him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you really, you really heard or ever heard anything, you know, negative about Ron Killing. So, and at this stage in his career, he's a fucking comedy act. Like, he, he you know, I'm surprised he's been, like, this, like, just, dude been around 10 years. Back with uh, WWE, he's been there 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. We got a, and we I heard, and not to mention, the, the, the biggest voice in the company is a fan of him and a friend of his, and that's Vinny Mac. So he ain't going nowhere. Like Vince McMahon thinks the guy is a, is a walking riot. Like he thinks he is very funny, like a funny guy. That's why you know. Yeah. The <laughs> right trap, like. They, I mean, like I don't know. I'm just. It's just a, a good time right now. I think everything's clicking. I've been watching ROH. I don't know if you've been catching. Like, I don't know if you checked out the, uh, the MLW yet. Mm-mm. We got our boy, Mr. Limitless himself, back in his glory debuting tonight. Who? Uh, Keith Lee. Oh, 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 next. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know those his nicknames, Limitless and Back in My Glory. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew the glory one. Yeah, and Limitless. Okay. And then, you know, with Rap Matt Riddle, uh, fucking, to me, like, that's how you make a fucking debut. Fuck have his ass sitting in the, um, crowd. Put him in that, put him in that, uh, three-way. And make him the replacement, but. Ooh, I think, um, no, uh, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle, come on, that's even more ridiculous. One of them. Put them in that. Put them in that three way. No. But I think um Gargano and Chomp would answer the house down on their own anyway. So, and to me, I think this is is Johnny. You know, Johnny Wrestling's time. I think this would just set up so Johnny Wrestling can get his win back and get the title. Yeah, I think but it's his the crowd time. isn't been hasn't been with him so. They've been giving him shit lately. And sometimes, sort of, sometimes I'll be like, yeah, I'm with you. Like last week, Take coming out and beating up, uh, beating yeah, up Chompa. I was like, man, if, if I was still going to kick his face off, and then he did. And I was like, you're good. That's what he, that's what he gets. Yeah. Gargano has been kind of hellish. Like, if you look at it, well, not side, side by side, but it's kind of different. It's kind of mimicking you know, the Eddie Edwards shit on, uh, and they got going on on impact. Like the dude was just so obsessed with, uh, with the guy that hit him with the, uh, bat in the face and almost broke his fucking, fucking dumbass, uh, fucking, uh, damn Sammy Callahan. Yeah. This, Yo, this fucking twerk. Amber Nova. Wow. Holy crap. She is super fit. Yeah. yeah this She's fucking like twerk. This, Skinny Bella. What is she on uh, NXT? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just waiting on my fucking girl to pop. I say by next year she should be in one of those takeover matches for the NXT title, women's title. Who? Bianca, Bianca Belair, man. Next year? She's going to be in a title match at Survivor Series. 
Why? You think she? You think? Fuck yeah! She got everything, Fresh. Two weeks ago, yeah. when she was like, yeah. about yes. to take it, getting out of that three-way, like, I ain't got to qualify for nothing. I'm undefeated. No one's ever beat me. I should get a title match. I shouldn't have to go through some four-way or triple threat match to get to get a title match. So I'm not going to risk my, risk my uh, you know, I was like, wow. Yes, she is going to be in a title match, if not the end of the year, the beginning of ne- at the Rumble takeover. Yeah, definitely, definitely. She like she get she has it all, like everything, everything. She has what Naomi doesn't. She has it all. She has she definitely Naomi has it all. Naomi just doesn't have like uh, the sustained personality part. Like, like I, I'm good with Naomi and spurts. Like you know, she's I don't I just uh, and then she just doesn't. She's just not as good of a wrestler as Bianca. Like, you could see Bianca nah. would be great. Like, Naomi had to yeah. work very, very hard to be adequate. To get there, yeah. Right. Yeah, like, Bianca's, like, legible, working yeah. very, very hard to be a fucking legend in the game. So, so, this is different. Yeah, and she's, she's super young. I think she would be super legendary. Like, like mm-hmm. you, you might be right, trash shit. By next year, shit. Who's to say by the next shake shake up? She won't be fast tracked to the main roster. She won't be on her way. And with that said, I think they are going to beef up SmackDown more than Raw. You know, like uh, uh, come next this, year. You mean? Yeah, come next year. This is when I believe they go on the hunt with all these, with all these fucking uh. Signings, like this is when they go on a hunt. I'm telling you to play chess to get this shit, this shit sh- uh, set up, because you need more. T- I mean, you got enough talent, but their mid card, like those guys, are fucking just everybody's just flat on that mid card. Everybody, like I feel so fucking bad for uh, what you call it. I wish the day after SummerSlam they just say he. His war contract expired. He's a free agent. Paige picked him up. That's our Finn Balor, man. Because I swear to God, he's just another fucking dude on, 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 you know what I'm saying? I'm like the father of the most popular fucking faction around right now. Mm-hmm. And he is mid-card fucking personified. Do I want to see him and Baron Corbin again at SummerSlam? Hell fucking no. You know what, <laughs> you know, you know what time it is with that twirl-up break. Pour up twirl-up break. I don't want to see that again. That is a raw match. That is a TV match. That should be on a pre-show. I don't even think that should be on the main card. Like, they, they, they fucked him over. So, like, they, to me... I mean, it's, it's repairable. It's not to the point of what they've done to, like, pay, I mean, to Bailey and, and Oscar to me, but they did some damage to that boy on the main roster after he came back from that injury. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's not there. It ain't clicking. It ain't there. It ain't there, and that's fucked up. Like, I think he could have been one of the, you know, Better younger talent because he had the cool factor. He had everything going working for him. It's just like they just fucking killed him. Like they just killed him with, with silly loss after silly loss. They just killed this guy. They just so murdered him, try. 
Yeah, are you ready for that Titans? I think I finally watched the fucking uh, trailer for that shit. My God. Oh, I'm not gonna watch that shit. I'm you don't think you I mean, it's on. It's it's no, no. I'll I'll watch I'll watch Batwoman. You goddamn right. I'm gonna watch that. Uh, yeah, but I'm that's the most speed. That. You know, that's just, I'll watch DC CW stuff all day, but I'm not watching uh, some murdery, cursing, dick racing bullshit. And what channel like is that going to be on? Uh, TNT oh, or that. some shit like that? That shit gonna be gotta be on like Amazon Prime. He's like fuck Batman. Like that ain't gonna be on no damn yeah, that's TNT. Exactly what he said. Fuck Batman. <laughs> that shit might be on Viceland. <laughs> Viceland. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm I still I, it has slipped my mind, but I'm definitely going um look into and probably hit you you know DM you on the book and shit to give y'all the rundown of all those specials they got coming out on Vice TV on uh. Pro wrestling. I think the first one is on like the world class era with the Von Erics. They got they got one on them. They got one on Gino Hernandez and Boozer Brody. Those are all coming up. Okay. And I yeah, think let's those know. Be, yeah, definitely dope watch. Um, pretty much we didn't we, we covered pretty much everything this week. That's about it in a nutshell. So you know, yeah, yeah we lost Cam in the middle of the call, but. Yeah. Oh shit, my man Cam. Cam, don't forget, hit me up so we can do this me wrestling shit. I think I I pulled the topic out that we could uh you know ex- ex- you know divulge on. Like just 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 looking at this fucking nut on uh YouTube last night. Or just Doctor D. Mm. Yeah, Dave Show. Oh shit. Experience the dream NXT tonight. What the hell Velveteen up to? Sitting around a pool at like some villa or something. So Yeah. I could All see right, him in, I, good. Oh. Yeah, yeah. One last thing. I could see I could yeah, see yeah, Dreaming uh I could see Dreaming Cena at WrestleMania next year. Yeah, we got uh we got a, what was that in reference to somebody maybe it was on I think it was on Twitter. We're like, who would you want to see? Oh, oh, uh, I think maybe it's an email that we have, a non-VIP email that I have to get to next. Um, yeah, maybe not. So I saw it somewhere, but if it comes up, we'll get to it. So, all right, Mike, it's been it's been good. All right, my brother. Talk to you later. All right, let's. Uh, all right, we're gonna go to JC next, and uh, oh shit, Keith Lee commercial or oh they letting them keep the basket my glory stuff. Nice. Uh, so JC uh, on the July fourth episode that Dre uh, co-hosted with me. You know, heard me talking shit to Dre about, you know, playing Madden online and whatever. So, you know, he's like, hit me up on, uh, so I was like, yo, if you want it, you know, Travington, that's my, my PSN uh, name. And this motherfucker, uh, <laughs> you know, re- reached out, friended me up, and uh, then, then proceeded to duck me for, for, for almost a month. Uh, but finally hit me up like, yo, I'm on. Let's have it. <laughs> 
And the first game we played, he's a he's a he's a uh, a Washington football fan, and I'm an Eagles fan. And uh, and the first game we played, uh, how'd it go? So I kicked it off. He's driving methodically. I can't I can't stop him. Cousins is just. And then this motherfucker, he's on like in, in the red zone, maybe like the 25, and he throws a damn interception, and I take it to the house. So pick six, I'm up six nothing because I can't kick a damn field goal, uh, extra point. <laughs> next next possession, first or second play of this next possession, <laughs> another pick six. I'm up 12 nothing because I can't kick a goddamn field goal, and uh, and then I'm end up I'm up 25 to three or so, I don't know, and then we, like, let, let's call it, and start over, and then we played another game still, uh, uh, Washington versus, versus the Eagles, and we played one of the sloppiest, lowest offenses, I think we probably punted ten times between each other, we threw, I think, six picks between, between the two, and he had zero rushing or minus 12 rushing yards. And I had, you know, 60 and that was or maybe 40. And that was like the, the one thing that separated us. And, and, and I won three, nothing. So it was, it was the grossest game to, to be a part of. Uh, but I got bragging rights and I bust that ass. I'll be it by very, very little points, at least in the one that mattered. I, I slaughtered them in that first one and it just wasn't fair. And, you know, uh, but let's, uh, with that set up, let's uh, bring on JC, who's, I think, calling in. Maybe, is he calling in? Is this your first time uh, calling JC? Or We've talked before, right? What up? Yeah, we talked on the uh, PSN. I've, oh, I've well, mainly yeah, communicated over call, emails, but. If you want to call that talking with your terrible uh, uh, connection, whatever is going on. That shit was ass. What I have. I, is my connection bad right now? No, 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 no. When we were playing the game the other day, like I couldn't, like when we were trying oh, to talk, I, I could had, barely I get had, to what's going on. Because I don't have a good headset for the PS4 controller. I've been using a wired music headphone with the tiny ass stupid mic. Oh. But I try to connect my Bluetooth up to it, but it won't take it. But. I'll say this right now. All hail King Trav. I called oh. you out, and I got my ass whooped. First game was 24-0 because I decided to be a cocky song bitch and go for it like on fourth down instead of putting the ball. In your own, in your, in your own uh, territory? Like, oh, man. Yeah. Now I got to smack him. Yeah, I, I, I was a cocky song bitch and decided to... Go for it on fourth and seventeen, thinking I'll be all right. And what happens? Not, not even a receiver close. <laughs> we get but all yeah. the way down the field. I think I'm gonna score, and I'm a cocky son bitch, thinking, all right, I'm gonna throw it to, I'm gonna throw it to this dude right here, and he's gonna catch it with two defenders. No pick six, all the way down. It was just a sloppy first game. Ain't no excuses. I played like shit. 
And in that second game, we both played like shit. I mean, that just really was, that was what it no, came down to. The defense, the defense carried it on both sides. I think we had more rushing yards on defense with that <laughs> interception. <Yeah. laughs> no, but so we'll, 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 we'll do it again once you get a better headset because I need to, I oh, need to hear no my, in, no my, my burned land. I need to hear like the... The air go out of you when when you know when I uh, when I go deep. My ass again. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I think next time when we play though, we should do a Madden Ultimate Team battle. Well, you got to get your team up because you told me you're like at what a sixty-two or some shit. I'm at a ninety-one. As of right now, I am a sixty-eight. Yeah, you don't want this. Get at me when you're like 80, know. 83, 85. Right. Yeah, I got to work on it. I'm, a, I'm not usually one for buying packs. I like to earn the shit. <laughs> I'm too yeah, yeah, to buy yeah. Packs. I ain't buying packs. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the challenges and, and, and you know. <laughs> earn the packs. And, oh, with packs you don't, like the free packs, the stuff you buy with the, with the coins and shit you earn, stay away from the... Well, mate, man, you know what? It's a point that you got to stay away from. But at sixty-eight, you could those would still be useful, like the 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 twenty thousand out the twenty thousand coin packs um, that come. They're like a silver level, you know. But at sixty-eight, those players would definitely probably help help you, you know. But at a certain point, they just become useless, like a bunch of seventy-eights and eighty-ones. Like, nah, I need, I need. You know, I need some. You need the higher rated, and not so much mm-hmm. higher rated, but uh, something with higher stats. Yeah. Speed, receiving sure. stats, not so much a high rated player, but more in rated stats. Mm-hmm. Just so you got the chemistry right. Yep. But, so uh, wrestling wise, what's uh, what's on your mind? What, what you thinking about? Well, I heard you on the podcast yesterday, and so I wanted to talk about eight in English. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he he's he is super talented. When he was with the tag, when when they were in NXT with the tag team as the bald villains, they that yeah. was a bang up tag team there. And when he went on solo career, I think the best thing he could ever do was team up with Rusev and do the Rusev Day. Because not just because it was a push for Rusev, but that was also a push for himself because he got credibility by pretty much teaming with Rusev. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, I think they, WWE could be pushing him better, whether it be since he's having so-called beef right now with Rusev and everything. I would say, wouldn't it, uh, if um, Aiden English is heel, what if they do a program where they put Aiden English against Rusev and they, and this is a chance for Rusev to go babyface while Aiden English stays heel or foot flop, make Aiden English babyface and push Rusev more towards the heel way like WWE's been trying to do. Yeah, if, if it's my decision, Aiden's the heel and Rusev's the... I mean, it's just the crowd wants to cheer him as a babyface. That's... Very, very. Yeah, uh, the crowd. The so, crowd wants Russo as babyface. Yeah, so I'm not going to go against that for just for for because I'm a 
fucking asshole and think I know better. I'm like, no, I'm gonna go with the crowd clearly wants. Crowds all over the all over the country are cheering for Rusev. And Aiden is the is a, a natural heel. The story would you know the story would uh is natural that he would be the bitter one that 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 yeah, we understand that these were accidents and stuff, but you know, you know, we don't want you around no more. And then he gets, you know, he takes that personal and doesn't want to be rational and, and, and heals it up. I just don't know how, I just don't think turning Rusev heel out of that and trying to get Aiden over it. Because Rusev is a potential main event babyface. Aiden English, right. as I much as I like Rusev him. Being champion one day. Right, as much as I like Aiden English and think he's super talented and I think he has a bright career in front of him, I don't think he's anywhere close to being a main event baby face right now. But he certainly could be wow. a high mid-card heel. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. I mean, the only way I could see them pushing Aiden English heel is if they um, do a bit where um, Rusev turns to him and pretty much goes, I know those weren't accidents you were against me the whole time because I was getting all the fame while you weren't and just go from the storyline there. Mm-hmm. You can even throw in a little, you know, Lana was, you know, just for some heel, he, extra heel heat. You know, you were jealous because Lana was starting to, uh, you know, starting to look at me longingly. That burns Lana you up. Was feeling me more than she was feeling. Yeah, so. yeah, because I, I could serenade her and then sing like a song, oh, Lana, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I can sing while you can keep yeah, he could bring his, uh, you know, bring his, bring his uh, ascot and uh, beret back, and he could like, bring that hoity-toity kind of thing back that he used to do. Uh, she wants a sophisticated man, and you know, one of class and culture, and not some brute who watches hockey and listens to country music, which Rusev uh, is very, uh, very public about. Adam and like on, <laughs> yeah, on his social media, he loves the predators, and he loves. Uh, you know, line dancing and that kind of bullshit. And um, my question, though, also was, um, I keep hearing talk about how, like, they're trying to have Brock Lesnar beat CM Punk streak or whatever, and that's talked all, all around WWE. But how can Didn't he already Brock do Lesnar it? beat I don't know, but I'm just saying, uh, my thing is, how can Brock Lesnar beat CM Punk streak? with the Universal Championship if CM Punk never held the Universal Championship because they're always pushing how the Universal Championship is a belt of its own. And the WWE Championship is a belt of its own. It's the same way they they count... Bam. It's the same way they count, like in that Orton promo last night, he said he's been champion 13 times. Well, he's been world champion like five or six times and WWE champion, you know, five or six times. But you just count them all together as, as you know, world title reigns. So, Lesnar's the top guy on Raw. CM Punk was the top guy on Raw. And holding the top championship. Yes, it technically was a different championship with a different it's lineage. Different AJ, H, AJ has that title. But still, as far as... It was the same reason why New Day broke two tag team res, uh, records. Because Demolition had a record at like 500 days, but they were like the WWE tag champs versus like 
the World Tag Team. It was something. It was weird. I didn't really. But anyway, but but New Day had got to celebrate twice. Like when they hit 400 days, and then when they hit like 500 and something days when they beat Demolition. Because when they beat it the first time, people were like, "No, Demolition held that title, those titles, you know, from WrestleMania to WrestleMania in like 89 or 90 or whenever they were champions." So they had they they re basically redid it again when they hit you know three four months later when they hit or six months later when they when they broke demolition record so right so maybe they're not looking at it as uh, Brock holding the belt as the belt in itself longer than CM Punk but holding the belt longer on WWE Raw Monday Night Raw yeah just period belt. like. Look, if AJ stays... Like, I'm the longest-running championship. Look, when Brock loses, if Brock loses at SummerSlam, AJ is now the longest-reigning champion. And when AJ gets past Brock's number, they'll say AJ is the longest-reigning WWE champion in whatever, you know, since Bruno or, you know, in modern, in modern, modern times. What is going on on me personally? I mean, me personally, I don't think I don't think anything's gonna change. I think SummerSlam Brock's still gonna be champion because I mean, look what happened at WrestleMania when, or yeah, WrestleMania when Roman tried to amp up and beat Brock, and Brock just busted him open right there in the ring. All the controversy at the world's greatest Royal Rumble. I have a feeling that. Roman's not going to get the belt. I have a feeling Brock will lose it to Braun before Roman, and if and hopefully if and if that happens, finally the crowd gets what they want, and Roman doesn't win the belt, he's going to do a heel turn and do even more bitching how he was cheated out, and he's going to start blaming everybody. <sighs> I, I, I'd rather him, yeah, just give the guy a title. I don't want to go through anymore. Give him the title and he can be a heel and be, you know, and I don't mind Paul Heyman turning on Lesnar and, and helping Roman win and Roman starts wearing suits in the plain Jane Rollies and, and that whole deal and, and starts talking, what if they pull- talking shit like it's a heel. That'd be fine. What if they pulled a Rey Mysterio bit on Roman where Roman wins the title finally and gets to hold it for like 10 seconds, Braun comes out. Well, they already did that. They did that when Sheamus cashed in on him the same night. The confetti was all on his face. With who? With who? You don't remember? Uh, Roman beat somebody. I don't remember. Won the WWE title, confetti drops, Sheamus bro kicks him and cashes in his money in the bank and takes it. <laughs> and the and the scene is Roman laying on the mat with confetti still falling, but he's like just got his face kicked off and pinned, so he's like sad. I I don't think I watched that match. Yeah. Because I remember Roman being. Uh, I don't even think I remember Roman being a Universal Champion yet. I know he was United States Champion. Sheamus cashes 
and on Roman Reigns. Okay, here it is. Let's see. Money in the Bank contracts at Survivor Series. Yeah, moments after Roman Reigns defeat Dean Ambrose to win the vacant WWE title. Oh. Seamus Cash. So this was a WWE title. This was before the that's what Universal Bowl actually got. Yeah, that's what I said. WWE. So, <gasps> excuse me. So, yeah. Oh. Cool, uh, JC. Any uh, anything else before we uh, move on? Yeah, you can move on because I'm actually just on a 20 minute break at work, so I had time to call uh, finally get on. Marcel Bartel. Well, perfectly. All right, man. Appreciate so, yeah, you. Don't be strange. He looks impressive. I mean, just looking at him. Who's he wrestling? Limitless. Oh, god damn it. I mean, I want now. Oh. Now Keith Lee's just gonna beat the guy up. I was excited to to to, to get to know the German William Regal looking guy. Alright, well, Keith Lee's here. This should be good. Uh, let's do this other non-VIP email we got from Jabron. Uh, two questions for you. Do you think we'll get any returns at SummerSlam, either by Dean Ambrose or Jason Jordan? Uh, that's very po- much very possible. I was surprised when Coach said outright, well, we know it won't be Dean Ambrose that teams with Seth Rollins tonight because he's, you know, he's hurt. So I was like, are they setting, like, are they, like, I didn't understand why he would say that. Like, I mean, even if there were six people out there that was like, oh, maybe it's Dean Ambrose. I'm going to watch to make sure I tune in for the main event in case it's Dean Ambrose. And then he coach goes, or Cole goes, you know, no Dean Ambrose. And you're like, oh, well, I guess I don't need to. Keith Lee about to... Yo, dude, is looks like a, a swimmer. He's like... A little bit beefier than Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, considerably, because Zack Sabre Jr. is definitely uh, skinny and not a ton of definition. This guy's like a a little bit thicker Zack Sabre Jr. Um, so I don't know, but maybe Dean Ambrose. Uh, and you hear Dean, Am- uh, you hear Jason Jordan's cleared. So, just depends on uh, you know if they got something, got something for him. Uh, with about two weeks before before takeover and SummerSlam, what show do you think would be better of the two? I mean, like every takeover, even whether it's the Rumble or WrestleMania, the takeover show is always better. I don't think there's a. I don't think there's a. An argument to be made. That that the w, that the main roster shows are ever better than Takeover. It's just usually not even a, not even an argument. Uh, Lamarcus chimes in. Do you think Batista is picking, picking the wrong hill to die on? 
talking about leaving Guardians of the Galaxy over to James over James Gunn being fired. I don't understand why he would threaten to leave. It's not like Gunn has been falsely accused. Also, what kind of leverage would Batista have? Uh, Guardians is the type of movie that number three could come out and they could say Drax left because insert some dumb hilarious reason with a nod and wink and replace him with a different Guardian from the comics. Yes, um, the leverage is he's Batista. He's uh, been a major part of obviously all the the two Guardians movies and also a few few other MCU movies. where the Guardians... Sh- Wait, did the Guardians ever show up in... I think I might be getting the book and shit confused... Or the, the comics confused. Um, but that's the leverage he has. is because he's... Likeable, noticeable... Not noticeable, but... Uh, you know, like, people... Recognizable as that as that act. But it isn't uh, a main... It can be replaced. Like, he's not... Star Lord. Oh my God! And if you're reading Infinity, Infinity uh, Count, not Countdown. The Countdown has has come, but Infinity. What is it called? Infinity? Is, is it just Infinity War? I guess. Yeah, man. Spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert. Uh, 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 Star Lord is no more. That boy dead. So, yeah. So, yeah, so he's not Quill. He's not Gamora. So, Drax definitely can be replaced. And if you heard me earlier say, you know, they could, uh, basically that with a wink and nod, have him replaced. It happens in soaps all the time when they recast people. I remember Philip Kiriakis in like 2009 came back after, uh, after uh, being in Afghanistan and getting, like, his face blown off or something. <laughs> so he had facial reconstructive surgery. There's a whole different guy playing the <laughs> playing the part. But, you know. <laughs> uh, LaMarcus continues, Also, will Camar- Cam- Carmella suffer the same fate as gender after she drops the title? I feel like she'll be another wrestler that was champion, but once she loses, she'll never hold it again. Maybe. I don't think she'll be like gender, though. Just lost completely, just doing this nonsense gimmick. Uh, because she's better than gender, personality-wise. And even though gender's a better worker than than she is, relatively speaking. Um, no, I don't think I got qualified with that. He's just a better worker than than, than she is. Just flat out. Uh, but she has the much better personality. And that's, if you were to want one or the other, especially in WWE, take the personality. Because you can always work around not being the, better, uh, the best wrestler. So, b- because of that, I'm going to say no. She's not, not going to be the, the woman gender. That's, uh... Go back to the phone lines. Let's uh, let's talk to Craig. Craig, is that you? Yeah. I don't. What's happening? I don't. I don't. Did I push one? Yeah. You don't want to talk to me? Well, okay. Screw you then, pal. No, I mean, 
<laughs> no, I didn't think I pushed one. I'm sorry. I just, mm-hmm. My own business. Listen. What did you think of the Keith Lee match? It was fine. It just ended. It was. It was fine. Again, I. I was. <laughs> You know, I, I wish they would have put him against somebody that was more obviously a jobber, so I wouldn't have, uh, you know, that German guy came out. I was like, oh, who's this? Ready to get to know this guy, and then he's just fodder. Yeah, I'd never seen him. I'd never seen uh, Keith Lee before. i never seen the other guy before either, but somebody on Twitter said they knew who he was or whatever. Okay. Uh, one of the guys I followed from, um, he was on this, after Buzz TV show, yeah. he was on NXT last week. His name's Hobo. Well, his his new character is Baines, Robert Baines. He was one of the like job guys last week to Mustache Mountain, so that was cool seeing him getting NXT, you know, getting on the show. So that's cool for that kid getting destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Why are street profits in front of a Mac machine? I don't get it. I don't. Yeah, but go ahead, Craig. I don't know why. I didn't. I don't know why Velveteen didn't know that his own pool was three feet deep. <laughs> so I. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I always have to rewatch the show after because mm-hmm. I like. It's like what Wade was saying last night, and that's what actually I was going to uh, email about for later, um, yeah. the the commentary bit. Because you didn't really have a rebuttal to that when he was talking about the commentary part. The commentary part. Do you part think of- it's necessary? Yeah, yeah. Wade was going off about, uh, he said, wrestling critics shouldn't critique unless they know, they, they listen to the commentary and what the stories are telling because a lot of people watch the show on mute or whatever. Oh, okay. You sure this was me and Wade last night talking about this? Yeah, yeah. I just listened to it like two hours before the show. So Okay. Yeah, uh, he he was talking about it, and I'm like, I don't know, because, well, maybe, I don't know, because I listened to Bruce right after. But I, I could have swore it was you, because I was like, I was waiting for you to say something back about like disagreeing with him because you, I mean, we tend to watch NXT kind of, I mean, with a little bit of sound, but not really. Right. So I was just curious. Okay, fine. You're uh, what is your thoughts on it? Do you think commentary is necessary to uh, being able to watch the product? Well, Necessary? No, but certainly is a huge part of it and enhances it for sure. If it didn't, they wouldn't have commentary for every sport. <laughs> well, I can watch a baseball game without commentary or a football game, usually, unless there's like a penalty and I need to know what the hell happened. Yeah. But you know, commentary I mean, definitely like has its has its place. But again, it's not necessary because you can watch it and enjoy it without it. 
but it certainly undoubtedly makes it better and improves it and, and frames things and puts stuff in context. Uh, again, I just don't think well, that's that that's, how, uh, can be. That's how I feel about it because I always have to go back and watch. Like I watch NXT live, you know, with uh, the show here. And then I go back and watch it again later so I can like hear, cause I love Moro anyway, but I always have to hear what, what the hell was going on. And, and, you know, totally focused on what, like that street profit thing. I don't know what that was all about. Cause I've been, I've been talking and stuff, but yeah. um, like the Velveteen I got kind of, but I like to go back and watch it. And, and, uh, they got the the New Japan has the G1 has um, all English commentary on this for the first time. They used to only do like a couple shows per G1 per you know like for the whole month per tournament. Yeah. But this year they got it on every show, so it's been really cool because commentary is such a big deal to me. I can't watch with the Japanese commentary because I don't know what the hell is going on. I mean, right. you can hear the inflection and everything, but. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I definitely would rather have commentary. But yeah, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed the show you guys did last night. Um or well, I I listened to it. Some, somebody with six, Wait. Craig, somebody with six followers on Twitter told me I must have something to blackmail Wade because that's the only way uh I I could ever be a credible co-host. Uh, hashtag cringeworthy. <laughs> and it's one thing to listen to this show and say I'm cringeworthy because of the topics and stuff, but like I'm playing it straight for the most part. The you know the entire time I'm talking away, it's serious. You know we have our chuckle moments and stuff, but like cringeworthy. Well, the, like the thing, thing I love, the yeah. thing I love about when you do it is because you you pretty much don't change at all. As you're talking to me, as you're talking to Wade, as you're talking to anybody, like you can hear Rich go into professional mode, like especially when he's doing his deep dive. I mean, he's just so professional. And then when he gets on with Wade, he's like so informed and like prepared and everything. And Cam turns into a different kind of like like tone, you know. And you just keep the same tone, regard like. I love how every time Wade asks, when you, you guys are doing the live correspondent part, Wade asks, do you have anything else for our uh, our, our guest correspondent? And everybody else will, like, think of something just random to ask. And you'll just be like, nope, I think we got it. <laughs> every friggin' time. And it makes me laugh every time. But it's just like, that's who you are. So some people who don't like who you are, you know, no, well, and no, they're in your tone are just not going to like yeah. your performance. Totally. Oh, know. I absolutely know where it comes from. I'm a very unlikable person to a lot of people. I, 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 I totally get that. I, I told somebody recently, uh, of all the reasons not to be my friend, this one thing that I did uh, that, the, that, that, the, that everything stemmed from would have been the last thing that I thought you would, uh, you know, not, you know, shun me over. Like I'm a I'm a fucking piece yeah, I, of shit in so many other ways. Like this is what 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 got you to 
just like, man, okay. <laughs> you should put out a survey. Like, you should have a random survey ready. Like, why do you think I'm cringeworthy? Uh, you know, like, <laughs> just have, like, a gif made up as a response to it. You know? uh, 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 no, no, no. Those don't or, exist. Um, yeah. No, oh, yes, nope. they do. No. I'm saying you're I, jacked up words. I have a gif made up because the word is graphics, not graphics. You don't want to have this argument with me. We can go we on can. for three hours. We absolutely you, can, You will Greg. cut me off. We absolutely can, because I would love to hear a credible rationale why graphics is somehow changed to a soft sound when you uh, 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 abbreviate or, or whatever, the, the, when you, when you, fuck, I forget what the term is. <laughs> When you make sure. Anagram it. Or not anagram. Whatever. Graphic so, no, interface. No, yes. So why is graphic interface video or, or, or whatever feature, whatever the fuck it is, why is that for now? And she won? This Tainara? Oh, Conti? She's garbage. I like her. She's all right. She sucks. She sucks. At least Vanessa Bourne has fucking personality, and you want to see somebody kick her ass because she's such a scumbag heel. But Tainar is garbage. But I don't think, I don't think they have any kind of plans for Vanessa Bourne, though, do they? So that means they got plans for this fucking garbage-ass woman? Yeah. Because well, uh, yeah, she's going to the, uh, the May Young Classic. I don't think Vanessa Bourne is, is she? I guess not. She just lost, if that's what this match was about. I, but anyway, wasn't that a qualifier uh, or something? I don't know. I think so. They showed the logo and kept showing the logo on on the Tron. Uh, yeah. So gifs. You know, let's uh, let's let's not be fucking garbage human beings about how we pronounce. I was trying to get our... you off top. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. RBI or RBI or RSBI? If you're going to be a real douche. RBIs or RSBI? Oh, runs batted in. Um. It's RBI. RBI, not RBIs? Oh, I think it's RSBI. Victor Martinez had four RBI. Or do you say RBI? I, pr- I pluralize it. RBIs. RBIs, because RBI is a word. No, it's not. RBI has become a word. Oh, it's okay. not. It's no longer just an acronym. So therefore, you can be RBI. No. Okay. Yeah. That can, has nothing to do. That be, doesn't help your so, face about GIF and fucking stupid peanut butter. It's I it's a reverse transitive property because if you can do that, if you can do that for RBIs, which doesn't make sense, and and if you like spell it out and everything like that, because it'd be run batted in. You can do the same thing for GIF. No. No, you absolutely yes. cannot. Those things do not. You're changing. You're not changing the pluralization of something. You're changing how, how you're changing uh, 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 how the word sounds. I mean, you can, you're we can do this throughout the entire English comedy. You know, like we can do this throughout the whole language. I but understand it, but you're, you're example things out of doesn't help your 
help your you're saying you're talking about pl- pluralization and, a, and an acronym becoming basically becoming a word that doesn't help your argument of why you make you take a word graphics and when it becomes an acronym you pronounce it with a soft g that does that doesn't should, I go the, should i go through the history of of acronyms and find out where we're saying the wrong thing when we make it an acronym and make the acronym a word? Again. Because I'm sure there's websites that can do that for us. Oh, so you're saying the acronym GIF has become a word, and if it's become a word, somehow you changed how that word sounds? Yeah, you can, if you want. But it's like the same thing is, I I forget who it was earlier, they put up something, uh, okay, it's like someone put up earlier, uh, uh, they were having an argument about uh, pineapple on pizza, because my friend Derek doesn't like pineapple on pizza, and he throws a fit every time, and my other friend was like, I don't see how you can argue against food, like, I like all food. I like it. I like some food less than other food, but I'm not yeah. going to just completely crush the idea of the food right. because it's food. Right. And even if I like, know I don't like I don't, even sardines, I, I never hot, understood. Like, why are you mad at me? Because I like the way this tastes. It's only, it's going in my mouth. Right. You don't have to eat it. <laughs> right. Right. Like 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 in uh like ketchup on Kraft mac and cheese. That's what I'm talking about. That's just so. That's an abomination and should be illegal. <laughs> I like how you just box yourself in there. No, it's it's like that. It's like what he said. He said, I think putting ketchup on a hot dog is childish and kind of ridiculous, but I'm not going to be mad about it because someone likes it. So I don't understand why. Is, what that, I don't what, think, I don't, think yes. see, for something, think, no, 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 no. I want to why, be like, no, sir. Why you're are you putting wrong. a condiment on a certain thing? Why is that uh, uh, maturity? What does that have to do with maturity? Well, it's because I mean, not, I mean, to be fair, people who do put ketchup on hot dogs are mm-hmm. children. I are did they? when I was a kid. And when did you yeah. stop? When you were thirteen, you're like, I'm a man now. No more ketchup on my hot dog. Like what the well, fuck? I, I put ketchup on everything because I well, for when I was a That's kid. That's like people that say apple juice is for children. Fuck you! Apple juice is delicious! Mustard was in short supply when I was a kid in my house, but we had ketchup out the ass, so I put ketchup on everything. I put ketchup on... The mustard shortage of 87? (laughs) (laughs) You Wow. Because we had ketchup all the time. Yeah. I had ketchup. I put ketchup on my eggs. I put ketchup on my uh, my hash browns, my yeah, mac and cheese. Yeah. Now yeah, it's hot sauce because I'm old enough mac- to afford Tabasco. Ketchup on mac and cheese doesn't sound as bad when you say it when you talk about ketchup on eggs. That is just a constant that that I've never been able to grow into. My best friend Angelique, she had to stop like her acidic levels. Like she just, and it all was from ketchup. It wasn't like from orange juice or grapefruits and shit. It's because she put ketchup on everything. I swear she put ketchup on her breakfast cereal. If 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 uh, <laughs> if people didn't dis- uh, uh, threaten to unfriend her, like in real life. 
See? See, that's what I'm talking about. You judgmental motherfuckers with your so, gifts so, and your so and your not liking Sean, ketchup on cereal. <laughs> problematic Sean just IM'd me and said, y'all nasty. So, Sean, hard G, like a decent human being, or a soft G, like a psychopath, uh, when, you, when, and when it comes to gift? Let's see. He's typing. See them three dots. I like Sean. It's simple. Is he the hard or soft? Pause. He writing a paragraph. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> All right. I was, uh, unfortunately, it's a soft. Gee, fuck you. I'm not reading the rest of your post. Nope. About to unfriend you. Hit, eat a dick. <laughs> fuck you. Oh, just wait until you get his next one about the ketchup on the eggs. He probably does like ketchup on his eggs. Fucking sociopath. Phonetically speaking, it has to change. No, it doesn't. I hate eggs. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Damn. I just hate egg. all eggs. Soft-boiled, hard-boiled, scrambled, perched, ostrich. You know, damn. <laughs> a Teddy Perkins on. Have you seen that video where they, where they have the uh, hard-boiled I fucks with? Okay. Where they make the uh, giant uh, ostrich egg breakfast. Well, anymore. No. When I eat eggs, they're in some kind of a burrito or a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, I'm rarely just scrambling eggs. Even if I scramble eggs at home, I'm still, like, going to put it on bread and (laughs) and eat it as a sandwich. Most likely. you, you You don't ever do hot sauce on your eggs, though, do you? Um, yeah... Maybe, maybe a little, maybe a little Tabasco or maybe a salsa. That's what I started doing. I started putting Tabasco on everything. Tabasco became my replacement for ketchup once I understand what spice was. (laughs) All right. All right. What else we got, Craig? I I really didn't have much of anything. Oh, that's right. You know, I was was going to email later. An email later about uh, the the thing I with the commentary, but now uh, that's that's out of the way. I might email something anyway, just What's because I go? just started I'm, drinking. I'm up, I'm, I'm up for one of those tonight. Oh shit! I had one too in my head. Or... Well, write it in. Oh, you know okay, I got one. I got one. No, 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 no. Save no, it for I got... the email. That's what I'm saying. Nope, I'm about, no. I'm about to hang up on you. I'm about to uh, hang 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 up on you since we're. Soft G and all fucking words like dickheads. Um, Rich, I know you're not a socio weird sociopath. Uh, it's a hard G, right? It's gift, correct? Did you unmute me? Yeah, I asked you a question, oh. so yes. I wasn't sure. I didn't hear the. You are now unmuted. Yeah, hard G. It's not graphics. Yes. It is not. Well, when you change the transitive properties of a word, fuck you. I got the, the transitive properties. Don't shut the. The, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization is not NATO. <laughs> NATO. <laughs> okay. Two four zero. Uh, who is this? Where are you from? It feels like I should know. 
who this is. What up? Marcus. What's happening, man? Not much. I, I think Craig is a uh, troll and you're just not noticing it. Cause... No! <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> the gif rolled off his tongue way too naturally for him to be trolling. I think it's probably yeah, Sean. He's probably trolling because of what I, he does in in life. No, I think they're a tag team. They're both the problematic. So, problematics. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I sent you that email early, so I know I was gonna call it that. But about uh, just a minute, see, so my thing with that is I don't understand people like that. It's like he's like I'm gonna leave Garden to the Galaxy if you don't bring James. James back, but it's like so you're gonna mess up everybody else. Oh, payday. oh, oh! I meant to. Well, hold up, Marcus. I meant to yeah. also correct yeah. that. He's saying use the script, right? So right. he's not right. saying he has well, to come back. He's well, saying, first they did put out the little note that said they did want him back. Then Batista said the part about the script. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, they all yeah. signed it. I thought it. Right. Yeah, I thought it, but but it's like. So you would rather mess up everyone else's payday because your because your friend's been fired than to just go ahead and you know do the movie because like well, no. you're not the only person they'll, who had, uh, huh? But they'll recast uh, uh, Drax or do like somebody said, wink and nod, and move on. They'll no. make Guardians. Guardians three is going to get made. Like come on. Well, here's here's the thing that works against no. them with this argument. I would point to uh, as I like to call him the first Iron Man. Because when my dude Terrence got uppity, they just re- – yeah, Terrence Howard got recast. But with the Guardians, they're in an even worse position because of the finger snap. They can just add other Guardians. You could just put in – because remember, it was right. years later. You could put in Adam Warlock. You could put in – you know, you name it. You could put in an ex-Guardian. You can even take the people like Stallone and his crew and add them to them. Right. Because Stallone's like, my money, that money's still chest. I'll, I'll be a Guardian. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, just say, you know, if, just say if Batista was the type of person where it's like, okay, we can't do this movie without him. So, but it's like you're going to mess up all the, all the film. I mean, just everyone that worked on this movie, the hundreds of people that worked on this movie, payday because your friend was fired. But like, again, I he's I not. Like that. I'm just saying that's not going to happen. But even look at Marcus. Look what happened with Ant Man when uh, Peyton Reed got fired, and everybody—not Peyton Reed, um, uh, uh, the dude who did uh, Baby Driver, um, and Scott Pilgrim versus the World—I can't remember his name right now. Not Simon Pegg. uh, But the original director slash writer for Ant Man got fired, and everybody was like, "Oh, Marvel's killing the spirit." And then they put in Peyton Reed, and they've been tight. It's been fine. I mean, I, right. I didn't even realize until I was watching, uh, I bought, because my wife was gone this weekend, I, I, I went on Comcast and bought the digital version of uh, Infinity War and listened to the Russo's commentary. I thought for the scene where the Guardians come in, they let Rus- uh, they let um, Gunn direct it. They directed it. They were like, we kind of got the spirit of what they were doing, and so we wanted to make fun of ourselves for doing place cards, so we said space. So you can find people. I mean, shoot. No one thought before the Russos got to do Winter Soldier, two assistant directors from Community would be the leading action directors in Hollywood right now. 
Something. I mean, but I'm just. I mean, I was just. I mean, I know the people not gonna stop the show, but just my thing is, I don't understand people like that. It's like you gotta hold everything hostage because you don't. I guess get your way or whatever. But um, yeah. Other than well, that, my I question for you though, with that too, I'm sorry, Mark. My question for you is oh, like, yeah. what's the line? Because like, not everybody that's a cast member has kids, and I even talked with uh uh. The, the woman who did uh, uh, the Punisher, in terms of like, what do you? Where, where's the line where I get scumbags that were right wing fascists with one of pedophile jokes? So it's like I, I get like, you want to cry for your boy, but like, yeah, you realize Disney has to like. That's one of those things where it's like you know I gotta fire you, right, Craig? Like. I don't know. It's wild. Yeah, that's not, I mean, that's the thing. I, like, where, I mean, where's the line? Like, you have to, like, draw a line at some point. You just can't. I mean, like, it, it is real Disney, so, I mean, a lot of your fan base is kids, so you can't just, or kids and parents, so you can't just be, let them, like, just go, just go without. Yeah, but I don't, but like a lot of things, like with the, you know, sexual harassment or whatever, I don't think you have to, like, I hate the line of, I have daughters, I have a wife, or I have, like, I don't have either, well, I have a mom, but I don't have, uh, and sisters, but I don't have to have those things to know, you know. Be a good human. Yeah, grabbing women right. by the pussy is, 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 is horrible. And I don't have to have kids to, like, if I'm going to be mad at the, 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 the pedo jokes, I don't have to have kids to be mad or I don't, or I can have kids and also not give a fuck. Like whatever. So yeah, I just, and it goes back. Like people were like, well, if you, it becomes these false equivalencies. Well, if you ever laughed at Chester on family guy, you have no right to be mad at James Gunn. It's like, well, Chester is a cartoon character that's saying something that's really bad, but it's a character. That was James Gunn. This isn't that this was Terry Balea. This is Hulk Hogan. That was the same person saying it. Might have been a joke, but it was still a pretty bad. Like it's like you know, um, when I was in high school, there would be a lot of dead baby jokes. Me as a 37 year old man, if I go on Twitter and make a dead baby joke, I deserve what I get. Prom night dumpster baby. See. Prom night. It's fucking fantastic. You can give a fuck. Fuck that. Abortion baby, right. shit. Saga eight, open up. Welcome to abortion town. That that, whoo, that threw me off. Like, good wow. lord. Wow, that's where we're going with this with this volume, huh, Saga? Okay, I'm here for it. <laughs> well, uh, Alana, um, her baby inside of her, she fell. Something happened, and she miscarried. So they had to get, obviously, get the fetus out of her, or it would kill her. Um, so they went to abortion death. <laughs> uh, Sean said, but I'm wild. problematic. Yeah, yeah, you are. I can sing about prom night dumpster babies. Uh, so I have the problematic, <laughs> like the greatest tag team in uh, East Coast history. <laughs> but, uh, but my uh, wrestling-related question, um, I know a lot of people, they they – no, they. I mean, after the Randy and John Cena feuds, they got tired of seeing Randy and John Cena feuds. But I think WWE needs more feuds like this. Or like how Johnny Gargano and uh, Chumpa are. Like, 
two people that like know each other well and just have these grudge views and stuff like that. I feel like WWE doesn't have enough of those. Like, like one thing I like about I liked about Randy and John Cena uh, matches where they had a lot of counters in their matches. Like, and it's one of the things like it makes sense. Like, you wrestle this person enough times, you know pretty much everything they're gonna do to the point that you can counter them. And I feel like enough wrestlers don't do that. Cause I mean, I know it's wrestling, it's stripping everything, but to me, I feel like if you're wrestling people, I mean, if you're if you're playing any sport, you're gonna um you're gonna go back and watch the tape of your opponent stuff like that. You're gonna find some way to counter every move that they have and stuff. And I feel like right now, at least WWE does not have enough you no know, counters in their well, you know, counters and reversals in their uh, matches and stuff like that. And I, and I just think that you no. Know, they should have more views where nowhere it just seems like the people know each other. Like Bailey and Sasha, I feel like they could have views like that, and possibly Charlotte and uh, Becky. But I don't think they had me in matches either or something like that. I guess the question is, do you think there should be more sort of like blood views in the company, and should be more reversals in wrestling? Like I'd like to see like someone like someone try to do the same move like three times over. But they keep failing, but then the fourth time they do something. They they look like they're about to do that move, but they do something different to throw their throw the opponent off. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those stories are, you know, you need good workers though to tell those in ring stories. Not that I mean WWE got plenty of good workers, but just think about when that kind of stuff was like at its peak. It was, right. you know, Jericho, Angle, Benoit. You know, I mean, just think of the counters and reversals, ankle locked cross face. Mm-hmm. The walls of Jericho, that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, but now still, you you definitely. Uh, well, look at the Randy Orton Seth Rollins match WrestleMania thirty four or twenty. Uh, what was it? The WrestleMania play where you hit the uh, RKO out of this curb stomp. Oh yeah, yeah, thirty one. Yeah, I mean stuff like that. Like you, you seen this person wrestle. You wrestle that per- this person like you. It's sort of like John Cena's comeback. His with his five moves of doom. It's like everyone knows what he's gonna do. So why do you keep swinging at him, knowing he's gonna counter it into a Yeah, yeah. It's the same sequence, but that's wrestling. I mean, that's just. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, look at if no. you look. My favorite, like nowadays, is he's got like 11 billion moves. But when Kenny Omega switched to the one wing angel as his finisher, he already had a move that was like a signature that if you reversed it, he could go to it. Croyd's Wrath, which you have to have insane core strength because you're taking someone from off your shoulders in an electric chair. They're hopping off because they think, oh, I got you, and then you're catching them in midair for a German suplex. And you're like, it's so smooth, but it's also natural. It's not something where, like, you're doing this other move and it looks stupid. Like, if you're going for the crippler crossface and somehow you transition that into a sharpshooter, it's like, eh, I'm not going to give you points on that. But if you're going for the crippler crossface and you switch into the rings of Saturn, that makes sense. Oh, good example. NXT Brooklyn, when Bailey and Sasha were wrestling and she transitioned into the rings of Saturn and started stomping the crap out of her broken hand. Instead of doing the bank statement. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like saying, like, I just wish they'll do more. So I guess realistic type matches like you wrestle 20 days, 20 And you also got to look at who's in charge. Like Vince, what Vince wants now is just his the apex of what he's seen. Like, as much as people complain about Roman or like even Shinsuke, Shinsuke has like five ish, seven ish moves but he does them differently mm-hmm. in the United States than he did in New Japan. Like the vibration, right. he has the inside-out exploder, the uh, Kinshasa, well, you know, Bomaye, Kinshasa, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he doesn't even do his arm bar anymore. Uh, and uh, so it's room. weird. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then off the top, crap, what does he have up besides the Kinshasa? He'd do the hanging arm breaker. He'd, he'd do that sometimes against Suzuki. Um, but, yeah, it really is just localized to WWE, unfortunately. Like, if you look um, – I don't know if you have it, but if you look on, like, uh, say, some of those old Evolve shows where you had uh, Catchpoint, their whole gimmick is we don't want to high fly. We want to stretch you, and we want to keep in the ring and transition to as many moves as we can because we think we're better than you at wrestling than you are at whatever else you do. And that was a great introduction for Matt Riddle because Riddle, that's, I'm really interested to see how he does in NXT because that's exactly him to a T. Instead of doing the five moves of doom, he still has his bro mission, which is the twister submission. He has his moves, but he also has stuff that is just because he was a MMA fighter. Right. Also, did you see that Cena? I'm not sure you mentioned this earlier, but Cena's talking about he has a new finisher. <laughs> so I feel like this would be a good time to, like, I guess, depending on what the finisher is, it would be a good time to, like, to keep trying, to, I guess, the, what the LPR or attitude adjustment, and what he can't get, he just switched to the new move or something like that. Like, but yeah, I'm not sure what that move's going to be. It could just be something that's weaker than uh, I thought it was but... a <laughs> I thought it was a joke. I thought he was, like, Oh, he's talking about you know he lost he lost like twenty pounds and he's doing the Jackie Chan movie, and I thought it was just but, like hey I got a new. He also mentioned that um, he also mentioned like he it used to be his finisher would be almost like a hundred percent no he'll hundred percent work as a he'll win but now he's saying it's like fifty fifty so 
So, I mean, so he's always talking about how, how the, the, the absolute judgment isn't enough to, like, win him a match. I mean, to get him a certain win for a match. But yeah, yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't take it as a joke. And my last thing is, question, you dropped me off on this, after this, but who you think has the best and worst babyface comeback? Like, as far as worst, I mean, I know Randy Orton, like, his clothes, when he does his, his comeback, it's like he does these looking uh, close line than he does the... Yeah, those weak ass short arm closed lines. Yeah, yeah. he does that power bomb. He does that snap power slam. uh, Yeah, yeah. That that get that gets cornier every every year. Like Joe, like when you see Joe doing, you're like, oh yeah, that's what that move used to look like. Even when uh, Goldust (laughs) does that move, it looks better than when Orton when Orton does it. I don't. Yeah. Right. Down in Georgia, talk to Darrell. Uh, Darrell, what's going on? What up, Mr. Plus Ultra? What's going on? What's up, Rich and Trav? How y'all doing today, man? Doing Excellent. all right. I'm driving home from football practice. And and and, and oh, real okay. quick, before I forget, <laughs> I didn't respond on Twitter because I was rolling my eyes so hard. Uh, when you go, uh, um. You said something about the Fantastic Four, like you were like you you're behind so many issues, you don't know what's going on, and the Fantastic Four is, you, you I don't know, maybe you you showed a you put, you put a picture of something, and I looked down and they're still there on my floor right now, the July or the June and July previews, you know that you get in your pull list if you if you if you want the the previews, and like of the th- three or four previews that I have, they're on two or three of them. So it's like I, I I know the Fantastic Four is showing up. <laughs> like I'm not so out of the fucking loop that I don't know. <laughs> I think my point was my point was very clearly that Lunella is going to be the one, the catalyst to bringing them back, finding them, whatever it is. She's going to be. It's clear that she's going to be a big part of that. They come back on their Especially own, man. Ain't nobody finding right, them. Okay, okay, they come back okay. on their own. See, not only are they coming back on their own, Travis, Lunella gonna yeah, die in a plane crash. She Boom. might, she might, she, she might uh, die in like a yeah, some kind of weird time. Fantastic Four, four issue one just came out this on um, this past week. Fantastic Four issue one just came out. Reed Richards sent the um the the four symbol in the in the sky and told um. Um, his wife. Hey, whoa, 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 We got to pick the row. We got to pick. I'm trying. Come on, hang up. Let y'all finish this. I'm sorry. I'm not going no further. I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to read books, bro. I ain't get a chance. I had to work all day meetings. Couldn't get my pull list. Now I got my man in Atlanta killing me. Now I'm sorry, Georgia. I shouldn't discriminate. Just be assuming. Darrell yeah, worldwide. Sorry, he man. out there. I see him limping. I see him. 
I'm sorry, man. Um, it, came, but I, it came out a week ago, yeah. I think. I don't know. Yeah. No, it didn't come out yet. It just came out Wednesday, my bad. I'm sorry. I yeah, today's Wednesday. So you live in the future, Darrell. You be like, man, it came out last <laughs> hey, week. I just be reading. I just be, hey, man, because I be up so late at night, man, that I just be reading through stuff. And I be, I retain that I read it, but I just forget when I read it. <laughs> no, that's no, that's I'm going to read it when I get home. As soon as they hit the That's the first thing right. I'm reading when I get home, and maybe Travis and I can talk about it because I picked up right. uh, yesterday. I don't care about the I bought three <laughs> new um, the the new Wicked and the Divine trade paperbacks because at some point we're doing a deep dive on it. Man, yeah, yeah, and Travis will be maybe before the year ends. I, I read it. Know. Soon as he bootleg, I read it. Sure do because um. The oh, you got the bootleg hookup. I'm not gonna manga. hate. Manga. Yeah, how do you think he... I don't think I buy manga and anime, and and and, and that's the only stuff that I I spend my money on. Now let me ask you a question: to, uh, How is the? Uh, do you get My Hero Academia manga? Mm-hmm. Or what manga sure do you get, and what, what do you home. enjoy? Okay. Um, I in, I read. Um, I was reading. Started just started reading Black Butler. I, I like all the different anime. Hey, what's the one with the I girl that had the flying... Where they, um, Damn, what is that? I forget. You, you put me on like four or five months ago, Darrell. It was like a number one back then. Uh, so I'm going to see oh, if the trade is out. Oh, you're talking about the indie, indie. It's like you talking about flight? the indie comics. Um, Sky, yeah. um, Sky World. Uh, um, Something like that. Ah. Take Flight, I Sky, Sky, Sky Flight. I, I still got it. I still got it. I can um I put it up on Twitter so you can remember and uh put it up. Is it yeah, is it I worth uh it. when it when the trade does come out getting the trade? Yes, it is. Okay, all right. Because it's interesting. It's something totally different. You know, right. <laughs> being in the world with hardly no gravity and you get to jump and soar in the air and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, very interesting. Yeah, man. Um, but what you were saying, Rich? Um, I read almost anything, as long as it's not the the anime, the manga and anime that they be messing around with each other. You know, I forgot the the name for it, but you know when they be all sexualized, man, I'm cool. Oh, hentai. Everything else. Yeah, I'm cool with everything else. Yeah. But you know, Maji, Maji is another one that um I'm trying to catch up with. You know, um, Maji, The Adventures of Sinbad. Oh, cool. Real good one. Yeah, that's a real good one. So, I, new take on Sinbad and all that stuff and Maji all together. That's a good one. You got to read it and watch it. They got the anime out, too. So, but, you know, you know, the uh, manga usually ahead of the uh, anime, so that's how I stay ahead of uh, stuff like Attack on Titan, you know, they far way, way ahead. They done went back to the mainland in that. So uh um black clover, that's another one. A lot of people don't kinda like that to a point, but it done got real good. Quite a few. And you know my hero Academia. I stay on that. That come out tomorrow, to be exact. Okay. So I I'll be on those different ones. 
Oh yeah, I spend my money on those. I the comics. I got the bootleg site. Yeah. Soon it come out. It, soon it's twelve on one. It's on there, <laughs> and I'll be on it. <laughs> I'll be on it. So, but other than that, you know what I'm saying. I'm sorry. I ain't don't mean no harm. Trav, I was just saying. Uh-huh. Then you put me on these. Uh, you put me on these people to, to watch on YouTube. I be watching them and be hearing their conversation and stuff. You know, I can hear a bunch of different people' opinions on stuff. So you, you checked out Dopesville, I assume. Yep, they're in my yeah, uh, rotation. They're in my rotation. Yeah. I subscribe to them. So they in the uh, rotation with Comic Story, uh, yeah. Comic Explain, Manga uh, Mix Story. And all of I really don't uh, like it, when I started off. It was ma- mainly uh, comic story and and uh, comics explained, and and then I got into Dope Spill and Comic University, were just like smaller channels who will review because you know Comics Explained and 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 and, uh, and the other one, um, they only review comics shit they um, know are going to. Are going to get like fifty thousand views, like that's yeah, like low. Yeah, because you know they like, do nah, stuff we... that they like. Well, no, they get they do stuff that's going to be popular across the entire platform, because if they do a video and it gets ten thousand likes or ten thousand views, it's not they can't monetize. You know, it'll make as much money, and so he only does stuff. But I, I like shit. That's off the, you know, kind of it's mainstream, but it's kind of off the beaten path. Like he's, he'll never do. He did the one Moon Girl arc, the first one, because she was new and had a lot of excitement. But ever since, like after that, he's not going to do anymore. Like did you see the anything. comments up underneath that. That's why they stopped because some of these people are weirdos, man, who be on here. Yeah. And they trash yeah. everything, and they be talking mm-hmm. all crazy. That's why he came out with that um, that video about how the people be talking in the um about how they trying to make stuff gentrification and all that different stuff and you know with the different races and stuff. That's when he made that video next because the comments up underneath that Moon Girl video and stuff like that and and um Miss Marvel, the new Miss Marvel. Uh, yeah, he had like that, that whole so. thing. Respond. He had a whole video responding to uh, um, com- diversity in comics. That channel, who I'll never fucking click on their awful videos. Like they're not getting a view on my fucking behalf. Fuck them. You know, like because they're awful human beings and they they're mad that you know other people get represented in fucking comics. Like they they yeah, their comic book stormfront. Well, basically, well, yeah. I, I'm not going to blame blame them completely. But they certainly, uh, you know, like they hated the fucking America book. They hated hated the writer Gabby Canones, you know, because she's a you know queer fucking Latinx woman and who who will say fuck you and your patriarchy to your face, and that is not you know that is like grounds for like so it's like oh let's hate her let's trash her and her work instead of just just read your fucking muscly fucking. Straight blonde white guy books. Like there are plenty of those. Why are you mad at me for liking fucking America Chavez? <laughs> like it's not like yeah, they're, they're Captain America. It's not like, it's not like you're taking away. 
Even 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 Th- girl woman Thor. Like, well, eventually Thor came back. Same thing with Captain America. Eventually, Cap came back. Like, I can't imagine this is stupid, anything. But that was stupid that they didn't like her because her story was amazing. And the ending to her story, and the, yeah. the way she died and how she went out, that was some of the most amazing writing I've ever seen. And in my eyes, it's only like a couple of amazing storylines that I've seen, like complete stories where more than books and just going down the line. It was hers. It's my number two. And the whole run of um, the new 52 Batman, when you got the, from the Court of the Owls all the yeah. way to um, Death in the Family, those my two best right now. Because just how she went out, it was so beautiful. And then the, the pictures and the drawings to it was so beautiful. Yeah. They should bring her back. <laughs> but after a death like that, you know, don't bring her back. If, if they do bring well, her back, you know she's alive, see, right? I, I need to see, yeah, I need to see that relationship with her and Sam Wilson uh, expanded on. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you know they brought her back, right, D? Oh, uh, yeah. I, 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 no, I didn't know. No, yeah, at the, her last back. issue, her last issue, um, basically, Odin brought her back, and she can't be Thor anymore. And, you know, now Odinson is back as Thor, but she's, you know, seen as a hero to everyone in Asgard, and finally her cancer is getting treated, but she's done. So she's like more of an ancillary character. So like Travis said, she could be a great like, 1B to Sam Wilson, but right now he's got baby girl. Yeah. He can't be sneaking yeah, into the book. He, with, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. he's already... Because Thor's Thor son ain't gonna well, like that. Thor's son is not gonna thing, like that. The thing with with, 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 uh, what's, with Misty is, and Sam, it's that he finally, after, like, a bunch of shit, kind of, you know, finally committed to her, like, all right, you know, we can't let superhero shit get in the way. Let's let's do this. So that would be the perfect time to then introduce, <laughs> reintroduce, uh, uh, what's her face, Jane, uh, goddamn, Jane Foster, Jane Foster to to to, to Sam Wilson, and make that entry because I don't think. I don't know if that book's got. Would, I mean, that would be the crux of the book. I mean, what the fuck else? I mean, Sam's the Falcon, and that could be the, the, the you know, I don't know. They're not going to do a book on that, so let's just get it out of here. Well, they got to introduce your, your homegirl. You got to introduce her back to um, um, Rhodey and old James since he's back alive. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> um, I could see them, I could see her going like, nope. <laughs> and I wouldn't blame her. Like, I am not fucking with this zombie road, roads guy. Mm-mm. So I could see that being Even like a year storyline. Yeah, I gave you a Captain um, Marvel that you can really go up, go back and follow and you and, and like. <laughs> That's the one that I sent you to pick you up that nobody ever talked about. What was the picture? Remind me. I don't remember. The black Captain um, Captain Marvel. The black lady. Oh, Captain Marvel. Fucking Spectrum. She's yeah. So I guess she was mm-hmm. Captain Marvel. Yeah, for a little while. Because your girl used to die. She used to die all the time, man. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she used to die all the time, man. 
and being people in the back of people's minds and stuff like that. So, but you know, since they making her the strongest character in the um, MCU, and I mean, the, the MCU influenced the comic books line, she is the strongest character. Yeah, you're right. She she is the strongest character. Uh, she said that in the interview. So, since the MCU um, shaped the comic books, so you know she's she's the man. A woman, however people want that to be said. Mm-hmm. I want to be correct. No, I don't. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I be reading everything though, man. I'm more of an anime fan than than anything else though. Anime, wrestling, and then comics. So. All right. Any wrestling stuff before we go? Wrestling topics, though. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, talent, and too much talent that WWE has. This is something that y'all haven't spoken on or nobody has spoken on. I know um, what what Monty says in the um, co-branded pay-per-view, but if you look at the talent that WWE have, and I think you and Mike were talking about it earlier, about how the mid-card is trash right now and not very good, that's because they don't get time to get storylines established, and the only way you can start storylines is for putting them on TV. And just this Monday, you seen what Roman Reigns had out of three hours could have almost added up for a whole hour, which could have been been used to build up uh, mid card storylines that could help bring more people into TV and invest people more into the matches. Well, you don't get those, you're boring or whatever. Do y'all see the potential if you think about with the call-ups from NXT, the people who they, the rumors of the people who they're going after, after um, January the 1st? Um, well, I just heard today that Pentagon and Ray Phoenix are guaranteed to come right after All In, and they, they coming to the WWE all this influx of talent that they should go back to separate pay-per-views and more focus on storylines and these people that you have since you're going to have a, a third number of talent. And we're not, it's looking like we're not going to see any cuts anytime soon. No? You don't think so? Yeah, I think they should um, go back to um, dual and not focus on putting both people on, putting everybody on the same show. I think Wade had said something with you the other day, um, yesterday about when they go to Fox, everybody be on every show. But that means now you limited um, shows and now you're building up these matches where you got to see Finn versus Baron Corbin for the 15th time. And you don't really get to see too many other people in the mid-card trash. So it's hard to build up new contenders for new people. Because if Roman wins the title, who do he go against? You only, build, you only probably got one person built who can feud with him for a month, maybe. And, and it depends on how they feud him. And that's um, Drew, um, um, Drew McIntyre. Everybody else he don't face and beat. Uh, the rivalry stale because they don't did it too much, and that's because you have no no build 
gone in the mid card, and that's because they don't have any time. Because you're giving it to all the people like Roman and Seth. But they only have they only have they only have three hours. I mean, it's just so much time. Only have so much time to to get people over. Maybe if Raw was four hours every week, they'd have time to have a mid card. But you know, at only three hours, it's you know. That's 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 what I'm saying. That should never be the excuse. You know, people already complain about the three hours, but. No, I remember that if was going to be more Activision is going to get invested in. They're going to have this time for this, and Midcard's going to get over because we've got a whole hour to fill. Nope. It just took two hours and stretched it out. I mean, it's better. They're better about it than they were in 2013, 14, but certainly isn't. Uh, and we're just so beaten down and used to the format. Um, but... Yeah. Because think about it. So, yeah. If they call up Johnny, Tommaso, Alistair Black, um, Undisputed, um, who else? Um, the Mighty, maybe, and mm. Six Profits, and Devil Team, where are they going to get time to go? And they keep the same roster that they have right now on the main roster. I've been hearing everybody on all these calls talking about. Ooh, I want to see Devontae versus John Cena. How they gonna to get yeah. to that match? How they gonna to build to it? <laughs> How they gonna? Because they say they have to introduce the main roster to to these people all over again. How you gonna introduce them when you barely get people who you just called up? Uh, <laughs> you, you think there's the not gonna be any cuts? I think just the opposite. I think that we're gonna before the year is over, we're gonna get a giant, you know, Black Friday type. You know, where we see 12, 15, 20 names uh, get cut. You know, you know, six or six or ten from developmental that we never even heard of. And then you're going to get uh, you're going to get another six or ten that are going to be main roster folks. And I'm talking about uh, your Alicia Foxes and your Zach Ryder. Uh, oh, see, I think they'll keep Alicia until October at least. Yeah, they're going to keep up for a while. And I don't don't think you're going to get any cuts because they're going to need all hands on deck if you want to start with a splash on Fox. Who is Zack Ryder? Who the fuck is Zack Ryder on Fox? He ain't making no splash. He ain't splashing nothing. But they use him for a lot of other different stuff. They use him him a lot for their online stuff. They send him to to speak at um, their cons that they like to have people at. And stuff like that. So they use him for a lot of different things, a lot of other uh, different things for their online stuff and social media things. They use a lot of these people for that stuff, and I guess these are people who they trust. So I don't see the cut when you're getting in the money and they all bring you some type of money. Yeah. Maybe the top dealers. I don't expect the ascension. I don't expect the ascension to be around next WrestleMania. Next WrestleMania. I think there's going to be a big, a big cut before, and you know, before WrestleMania. So maybe not by the end of the year, but definitely by WrestleMania. But here's the thing, Travis. To the to the counterpoint on that, as far as like cutting people, they have a they financially don't need to do it. Big deal. But they don't need to do it. They're gonna they're gonna buy people just that not do what they did in the '80s, just have them stay home because they don't want to risk them getting big. Alicia Fox ain't going nowhere. Just 
Zack Ryder ain't going to the Alicia, But here's the thing with Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox, you just did all that just to get her ready for Ronda Rousey. If you're going to have a 10-year vested black woman wrestler who you just said, you know, it doesn't matter what we think as fans, but when you put that on like an entertainment guy, she can come out and start talking. Hold on one second. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm st- I'm not convinced. I still think, uh, and even if Zack Ryder specifically and Alicia Fox specifically survived whatever round of cuts that that come that I'm talking about, uh, I still think there's going to be a significant uh, 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 round of cuts. And again, when you got 150 people on your roster, you can cut six or ten people off your main roster, and it's not going to be a big deal. And you just say they don't need to do it because. Uh, uh, money, they got this, they but got Pratt, that. But even if they, yeah, I won't even say not need to do it. But even if they do do it, they are already replacing them with six other people, so they still gonna be loaded again. And right, exactly why they didn't need to make the cuts. you thank you for making my point. No. If they're gonna be loaded, no, see, loaded I look with, at it. Yeah. No, no, but what you, but you, you're saying those six cuts, but I'm saying they they're cutting six, but they're gonna be plus six. Because they're going to add 12 more people. So they're going to be over before. But that's the thing. They don't, from the money standpoint and from the fact that they don't, I mean, they should have cut a year ago when they overloaded the roster. They don't need to cut anymore. Like, if they want to keep you, they'll keep you. And if you keep your head down and shut up, like, look at Dolph Ziggler. We, all of us were like, why is this dude still here? Well, he re-signed. He came up and he chose I mean. to re-sign. But why did they re-up him for a million dollars a year? Like, you, did, you didn't need to pay a million dollars a year for what you were getting out of Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler got a million dollars a year? Yes. I don't yes. That. And they're still not doing that. That's per Dave Meltzer. They're still not cut people. I don't believe that. They're still not going to cut people. He has no credibility. <laughs> because they got somebody almost about to sell out Madison Square Garden's WrestleMania weekend. And they're not giving in these people more ammunition to shoot shots at them when you're being shot at from all sides. Right, now it's at that hunting. stage of, oh, that's they cute. First, they you got hunting. Go ahead. Okay, Nick. yeah, because. And I'm not saying those things aren't true, but if you think they're just going to load up their roster and not make cuts, I think that's I think that's just. Wrong. You're also not taking into account the fact that they are going to put some people in NXT UK. They're going to put some people back down into NXT. They're going to rotate people for other properties. I mean, there are so many things they can do now. They build Where's, the they, they, Where's the history? Where's the history of people going back from the main roster to NXT? Where's the history uh, any, going? If you want to look at any house show where, uh, let's see, the last two weeks, Tyler Breeze went down to NXT. Uh, okay. The women have all gone down at one point to NXT. Uh, to do a spot show, or t- I'm talking about NXT TV. No, to, to come back. I'm talking about to come back and do their loops. Yeah. Okay. Tyler they need Reed to fill out some house show loop. roster. Tyson okay. Kidd. I think Ty Dillinger okay. was on 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 a um on one of their C brand um NXT house shows where they send people out to develop. <laughs> they calling them in and out, like, and from what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing, um, NXT might go to two hours, and they push it, and because of the talent that they push it, 
You're building a women's tag team division, maybe. So that means you got to get more women because you got to start tagging them up. Well, I asked late last night if, was, if we if there was a confirmation on a women's tag title. He said not that he's heard. So uh, I thought that would for surely keep somebody like Alicia Fox around because you know they team her up with somebody. But if there's not going to be a women's tag division, there's not going to be a need for these like uh, fringe people like that aren't doing any that aren't making any, that are just kind of jobber to the stars like uh, Dana Brooke and, and Alicia Fox. And again, maybe they stick around in, in the next round of cuts, whether they come in the next three or four months or in the next, you know, not until two years from now. Show me in the last, show me in the last three years where they've cut 10 people or more. They haven't. That's why I'm saying we're going to. And that was at the point where right now they are over full at NXT. They were over full at the training place. That's why he well, already had loose through DDP. Are going to be the ones that you get the, if, they, if they cut twelve, if they cut twenty people, twelve of them are going to be people we never heard of, like in developmental folks or people that we thought, oh, maybe they have a chance and they got the developmental just didn't work out. Um, well, right, then, like our dude, they cut they cut one of the Elys because the other Elys still hurt, so they can't cut them yet. Right. So and so the six or eight will come from the main roster. So I'm not thinking twenty people from the main roster are going to get cut. I think twenty people overall. Oh, so you got to qualify. I've said that. I said that from the beginning. That was one of the first. I things didn't I hear said. that. I was I was in Jimmy John. Yeah, he said that from the beginning. Yeah, and Rick went on on the line. He said, "Oh, I was ordering okay. my I was ordering my Pepe, class, gentlemen. I'm sorry." But class, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think this, I get my six or eight from the main roster club. But if you look uh, at it like this, Trav, the cutting that they did the past two years and when they started um, taking, like, all the different um, um, explosions and all this stuff away, they were cutting to save money until they got the deal. (laughs) That was their reason to do cuts the past two years was to the purpose of saving money. Then once they figured out they started loading up. They started loading up. Oh, look at Kane. Every time Kane come... I fully expect now that he's mayor of Knoxville, every time he come, he get full pyro and welcome Mayor Kane built out of a firewall. <laughs> the and they got to pay the right. About on NXT, on they got to pay the, the um, play the uh, right for slow chemical and have him play his old theme. <laughs> yep. And the German guy that you were just talking about, Trav, he's been touring with the main with the main touring people on NXT for the past three weeks now. He's been on the tour with the main folks. Oh, Marcel Martel coming on TV. Yeah, he's been touring with them and getting major pops. They say uh, he's also groups. getting some. Uh, he's also getting some '88s and Hail Hitlers from idiots in the crowd too, which is unfortunate. Mm. Yeah. But he's not encouraged. Oh, it's not like uh, Adonis. It's just people in Florida being people in Florida. Yep, and he was just on the main loop these past couple of weeks that Tyler Breeze was on with the main core people, with the Adam Cole, the Alistair Blacks, and stuff like that. I just see it. I just see them ratcheting up even more. 
And you got to think, um, New Japan and ROH has been taking shots at them for these past two years when they were cutting when they was cutting people and they were trying to save money. You got to think, especially since um, they put out there how how good that Madison uh, Square Garden sale happened um, a few uh, earlier today or whenever it happened. I think you put something out there about it, Rich. But you got to think how predatory they are. Ain't no more cuts, and they're not giving them no more material. They signing up everybody who can who who seem like a threat. I mean, they'll get rid of a guy like who isn't aesthetically pretty to them, like a Bull Dempsey still. But look at what <laughs> happened when they got rid of C.J. Parker. And how? Well, he asked to leave because they basically turned him into a joke. But they they well, let him yeah. go because he said, they didn't I'll think be it. more valuable to you guys in three years if I go and. Uh, get some experience and get a, get some notoriety other places than if I work here for the next three years. I mean, I was yeah, calculating. But look at the way they let him go. And then, okay. Then look at the fact that they're sitting on Neville. He ain't wrestling in two years. They let, they let, uh, years. they let, they let Aries go, but they're sitting on Neville. Same principle. He's like, Hey, you're not using me. I'll be gone. You'll want me in two years. Nah, we're going to just sit on your contract. I mean, they're negotiating now with Ray. He'll be back by January, and they did that to him for a solid two and a half years. They're like, nah, homie, that knee didn't work. We're going to need that co- that contract to roll back. And they paid for all his surgeries. He had multiple surgeries in the two years. He just kept having surgery. If they're going to keep you there, I'm going to just get myself healthy. <laughs> and now I mean, he's Ray was more money. He got, yeah, he, he, got, he got healthy. He could he dropped a lot of that uh, gas weight, and now he's just in the best shape. He only works like you know less than a hundred dates a year, and everybody wants him. And I know after seeing what I've been seeing on the G one, I know they gotta want uh, Kenny, maybe Okada. I think, but isn't the Cotter sign for two more years or something? I don't know. Maybe you know. I hate to, I hate to uh, pull a Travis, but there is no way on the planet Earth Kazuchika Okada is going to WWE. And the reason I say that is he's too young, and he knows what they would do with him. Like, he's one of the most intelligent wrestlers. That's the whole reason Tanahashi never left. He knew if he couldn't trust that they wouldn't go with an Asian stereotype with him if he went there as much as he idolized HBK and wanted to wrestle Kurt Angle. That, and that's sad. Like as good as, as big as you are money wise. Hey, look at the ladies like Hiro Shirai and uh, uh, who else came over? Um, Once she's supposed uh, to come over at the same time, uh, Kari uh, Sane came over, but she failed. Uh, yes. But she failed her the physical. Yeah, they she said had a it was like something. Neck, eight, all kinds of C four. It was a neck tunnels in her neck. Then they're gonna sign her. Her oh, neck and her knee. Yes. And then she came over for sixty thousand dollars. Like, how do you? How do you like? When when you're coming over for sixty thousand, like, basically oh, you got it. some tech dudes. Like that that game over. It's not like you you're throwing three hundred thousand dollars in an EO. You're like, hey, here's a. 
Here's a third of a Hardy. Is that supposed to be the most money she's ever made in a year? As a salary, yeah. When you add in her, like, uh, uh, merchandise, she made a little more, but she already knows the opportunities if she does hit it in America outweigh the same money staying at home. Yeah. Because that's one thing we can say about Triple H and, and with his NXT, if you're doing good with him, they do re-up you and, and we'll give you a little bit more money if you start making them right. a little more money. Like I heard you guys talking and, about uh, the Lucha Brothers. If the Lucha Brothers come, Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix aren't stupid. They're like, okay, you're going to use this as Latino stereotypes? I'm going to need a lot of money. Yeah, because I was just listening to um, um, Jason. Look at Almas. Um, Almas made, um, boom. I think Almas made $125,000 off his mask before he came to WWE because Triple H was like, you're too pretty, you don't need a mask. So he was like, all right, bet. Let me go on and lose his hair versus mask and, match to Atlantis. And he really wanted him, and he really wanted him. And I know, Trav, y'all was speaking earlier about how good SmackDown is. And what, and what they saying, what, Triple H is kind of the the guy over SmackDown? And you can see the difference between that and Raw mm-hmm. and 205? Cause he, I, he over I, 205. I would say 205 more, Darrell. I'd say 205 definitely more because SmackDown, I still say that's Vince or Vince Big Tendril because you still have the Becky Lynch situation. Like, you don't see that in NXT where all of a sudden somebody just big time somebody else and magically they get to the front of the line for a title match. Yeah, I, I see Vince probably with up because that's more of a Charlotte angle. But if you look at this, the storylines for, for a lot of other people, like the AJ and the Daniel Bryan, that's more NXT and Triple H type of touch with the storytelling and how it looks like they're not being told what to say. But they're telling the writers, okay, this is what I want to say, and the writers shopping it up and making it better to fit the time limit that they got on TV. And that's more of a well. That's also two of the guys that have the most like creative trust on that brand, like the Miz. Like the Miz basically will run through. I mean, you even look at Miz and Mrs. And even though it's a reality TV show, it highlights the Miz will do anything they need him to do, and he'll try to make it what work as well as he can and Daniel Bryan is just going to do it knock it out of the park like the story the one writer put up on Twitter where he was like okay got it and then like 10 minutes later he comes back with his version of it like those two are magical if you're talking about like look at what's going on with Carmella that's another one like Carmella in general why is she the centerpiece of the women's division in an era where you're claiming that women are going to be athletes like just because like special well, I mean, yeah, that's it. that's it. But, I mean, Triple H ain't, you know, Triple H put her in there. And, you know, she thought she was a step away from getting fired and became a manager. And then. But you and it's really Triple interesting H to me. Like, you look at that he, women's division. He never used her. He never used mm-hmm. her like that. He never used her in, in, in that type of way. I understand people always, you know, trash Triple H and stuff like that. But for somebody who was passionate about his own career, and now you're building your own, you're trying to build your own legacy when it comes to running the ship. You see his passion when it comes to 205, where 205 probably been the best show out of the main roster shows. 
you can see his passion and putting it in and the storyline with those guys and the passion that they put into it. So when I look at Carmelo, I'm seeing a Vince uh, Vince special because look at that story. It's bumbled all together. It looked all crazy. I know um, Trav and Wade were talking about it, and they were thinking about a good prop, but to me that kind of looked all sluggish, the faces that they made them make when they did the tea thing. It was all simple and not simple in a good way, but simple as in simple slow. And and just just a bunch of mess put together and you trying to make sugar you trying to make sugar out of shit, but it's not turning into sugar. I never heard that before in my life. I had never heard that before in my life and I'm ready to about fall out. Because those two things, that's like that's like doing alchemy. Like that, I, that is that is beyond alchemy. Like I'd rather turn lead into gold. Oh, you never heard nobody say I'm out here. Yeah, at least it. those are two metals. Uh-uh. Right. Turning, uh-uh. At least I ain't gonna be in a room full of manure, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna need some some uh, some uh, some of that smooth sugar by 10 a.m. Thank you. I'm gonna need Rumble Silkskin. I'm gonna need Fairy Godmother. I'm gonna need everybody. I hear, you know, especially down this way, why man, you hear it all the time. You know, they say life is <laughs> giving you a whole pile of shit, and you got to turn that shit into sugar because you got to make it sweet. You got to do something with it. I heard lemon lemonade, but I was like, I I don't know how I can pull I'm that. Eat, That's a I'm not eating sugary pill. shit. Um. Yeah. No. Ain't happening. So. All right. We're going to end there on the sugary shit note. It's almost nine o'clock. So. Uh, all right. Yeah. Go. Appreciate you calling in, Darrell. As Later always. Uh, Rich, appreciate you jumping in uh, in the last uh, third or so of the show. Uh, appreciate everybody's time, their their energy, their calls, their emails. Oh shit! I was about to say their voicemails, and I never played the damn thing. So let's uh, Ooh. go ahead and play. Brian's hey, East Coast Cast, this is Brian calling from Phoenix. Hopefully you have a really good day. Hey, the reason I'm calling is because I like how our truth has been used um, lately. You know, I mean, is he a gateway keeper or a jobber to the stars? You can maybe say that, but I like how he really hasn't changed over the years. I looked it up, and he re-signed back up with WWE in August of 2008. So you see, he's coming up on his 10-year point or entering his 10-year point. And, you know, the... I still like that run in 2011 where he subtly wore, subtly wore like a straight jacket or looked like it was a straight jacket his shirt he was wearing. And him and Miss and what they were doing. You know, um, you know, this is a lot of things we talk about. I, I still generally, for, for the most part, like his limited moves that are the, some of the moves he does. And the rap coming to the ring is fine. So I just like how they've been using our truth. That's all I have for this week. Hopefully everybody has a really good day and talk to you later. Yeah, I think Truth's right in the position. He, he, his skill level and notoriety and all that uh, warrants keeps himself in shape. Yeah, looks certainly looks the same as he did basically in <laughs> two thousand eight. Um, Vince likes world? him. Apparently, they're they're homies. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And. uh and yeah, and he's got a ton of personality. So, and I agree with Brian that Miz our truth run. I still that is one of the best finishes I've awesome. seen in years. Where they crashed that cage match, and the first thing they did was put their hands up for the cops to arrest them. 
and then went face down on the ground. They're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, my God. That was all, oh, man, They the awesome truth, I was with them all the way. So, yeah, so appreciate that, uh, Brian, getting that voicemail in. Um, we don't have any VIP emails. so um, Nope. I'm going to sleep then. Might be a short, short, short show. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we'll see. Well, we'll definitely, if you get a that. chance, Travis, definitely try to read, uh, if you could, if you could read that Fantastic Four number one, I'd like your thoughts. <sighs> Fine. Forget and, it. And I'll check with this offline, but I think you, I sent you the first three of the Wicked and Divine, right? It wasn't the first four. Oh, I was going to say I think it's two, so it's definitely not four. Oh, one and two. Okay, okay. I, I think. I mean, maybe you sent. No, you know what? Because you sent that and the and two sagas. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.